spread the truth. Document it. Prove it. Make it irrefutable and you too will become dangerous to those who admire us in lies and enslave us in socialism. But because they are lying, it's possible to expose them. And this is their Achilles heel. By comparison, we have nothing to hide, therefore we have no reason to lie. And we wouldn't want to even if we could. Truth is a far superior weapon than deceit. It's a weapon which is denied to them. And in the end, it will be the decisive weapon that destroys them completely. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for joining us here today. Henrik and Lana here with uh, Red Ice TV. We're doing Flashback Friday today because it is, of course, Friday. Already. Uh, and we're a few minutes late. Apologize for that. Had to redo some uh, template things. Things always go wrong, but I hope he the audio is too. better. You uh, love it too when mm, that happens, don't you? Every time. It's like <laughs> it's, it's some demonic curse is, is like gremlins, I think they call it, right? They nestle their way into the tech and, and destroys it. But and anyway, people are like, why aren't you on time? And you're like, you have no idea what I'm no doing. You have no idea with the, the weird shit that happens. Some background uh, files are just not, they're not playing and stuff and for re it doesn't matter it's it doesn't matter it's good to have you all here guys hope the audio is a bit better today uh we have we will we were tweaking things as we move forward kind of thing so <laughs> hopefully it's not too leaky uh but yeah good to see you all guys hope you're doing well second uh flashback friday since we're uh, back here from our uh, glorious return uh after the in uh, relocation in idaho and i just want to say was. <clears throat> Excuse me. I I love it up here so far. It's it's amazing. It's you have good conversations with people. Of course, it's not perfect. Nowhere is. But there's been so many good people connecting with us, reconnecting with us. I'm hearing from other people who want to uh, come up here and move, and they ask me which counties were in northern Idaho. So uh, Kootenay or Bonner County. So the biggest city would be uh, Quarter Lane, followed by Sandpoint. So if you want to escape wherever you are for the many reasons. Definitely check out those areas and um, you try and get land while you can because it is going fast, let me tell you. <clears throat> Someone say, sorry, audio is the same as last Friday. That, that's oh. That's got to be impossible. Let me uh, let me mute is you. Someone, now. Is that, someone pulling your leg? That can't be. That can't be. Is the mic right. on? <laughs> look at this. Look at the settings there. Yeah, it's on. See? It's on. It's on. All Telling right. you. Anyway. You move and it all just changes, huh? Anyway, it should be good. It was fairly decent, I think, during the... Uh, uh, <laughs> during during the uh, no go zone I did Wednesday feels like it might be distorting a little bit I might be a little bit too loud going in but anyway we'll we'll uh, we'll we'll tweak that don't want to talk about all the tech issues uh, that's not why we're here we're here to talk about some of the latest stuff that's going on some of the craziness uh, I guess I want to just do a couple of formalities before we kick off. Uh, by the way, they say it, sounds, it a, does sound fine, by the way. Okay. It says that. I, it I fine. saw that. So I just realized. Thank you, boys. Thank you, girls. <laughs> um, yeah, so a couple of ways. If you want to watch us live, of course, redice.tv forward slash live. Always uh, have an embedded player there, so you can watch it right there. Uh, also, the member's website, just to hover over in the menu, shows the show menu. And just right at the bottom, you have the live stream tabs. You can watch it there, too, if you're a member. And thank you, by the way, if you are a member. 
Uh, entropystream.live forward slash Red Ice TV, we're streaming there as well. And that's a great way, of course, of joining in through Super Chats. If you're so inclined to help us out to continue the show, uh, we do need you guys' support. So thank you so much for that. Uh, you can also watch the stream on vk.com slash Red Ice TV, trovo.live forward slash Red Ice. And we're going to try to get people off of DLive uh, as much as possible for uh, for many of the reasons we mentioned last time and stuff like that. I know we still have a lot of large audience over on DLive, and I totally get it, uh, but slowly but surely we'll probably start cutting uh, streams short maybe or something like that on DLive. We'll see. So uh, get a Trovo account if you want. Otherwise, VK. VK has an app as well, mobile app. You can check that out. Uh, you can, of course, uh, do just watch out of our interview stream as well. That works for mobile too, I believe. Just add... I, I could maybe wrong on that, but you just add app between live and red ice uh, slash red ice TV and it should work for mobiles. So enter stream dot live forward slash app forward slash red ice TV. That, that should work fine on uh, mobile. Um, also, uh, the schedule wise, let me let me go forward here real quick. I, I know I didn't tell I was going to do this, Lana, but let me do this here too. Uh, schedule wise, Wednesdays, no go zone, 6 p.m. Eastern. That's kind of the new standard time that we're starting doing it. We're in Pacific time right now. Uh, so we kind of had to do a compromise. We still need a little bit of time um, to do more time earlier to do some of the prep. So I think 6 p.m. Eastern is pretty good. That's midnight Central European time. Not too, I mean, it's Friday. So maybe, you know, Fridays at least you can join in. Uh, Wednesdays maybe a bit harder for you. But you can always watch it in the archives, of course. So, yeah, so this is the current schedule. Wednesdays, no-go zone, 6 p.m. Eastern, midnight Central European time. Uh, Fridays, of course, flashback Friday, same time, then 6 p.m. Eastern, midnight Central European time. Uh, then on Sundays, we do Weekend Warrior uh, only on RedIceMembers.com. They usually is uploaded either late Sunday, possibly early Monday, depending on uh, how much involved of the uh, producing that is of the show. And then we've kind of reserved Tuesdays and Thursdays towards other things. I have a lot of interviews I want to get done. Kind of not a set uh, time schedule for that, but Tuesdays, Thursdays will be maybe individual scripted, you know, shorter videos, mm -hmm. uh, interviews, stuff like that. We're trying to jam pack and fill up as much as possible in the schedule. Um, but it's hard. We'd love some support, you know, some support so we can help to bring on some more people because that way we can, you know, just focus on producing as opposed to all these other bullshit admin things around and stuff like that. So if you like what we do, definitely get on over to RedIceMembers.com and sign up for a membership right there. And you can use your credit card. Super easy. Just uh, go to Subscribestar.com slash RedIce. You can sign up there or use Entropy Stream. They actually have a subscription option nice. on Ent Entropy Stream right now. Um, I was going to look into that because I just saw it the other day. So they have something called a, I guess, gold, gold, gold uh, subscription or something like that. It's uh, $10 and 99 cents, uh, but that you can set that as a recurring if you want to. And it's a, almost a dollar extra, of course, uh, <laughs> over our membership price. We'll have to do something extra for you in the, if that's the case. Otherwise, of course, you can uh, support us a little bit extra for that since these uh, both subscribes are on Entropy, uh, you know, takes obviously a little bit of a bigger cut than a uh, credit card processor does but it helps all right um well unless it's it, high risk which we were deemed before we uh, yeah, got banned still, from credit cards still, altogether and it was still not as much right i mean i, I totally oh, I some mean, of them were taking like six percent some of the high the high risk and of course we're right. not high risk it's just they but like, like subscribe serves like what 10 percent or something i think entropy, is it? Is it entropy might be 15 or something okay. and, and i i get it i mean there there's a lot yeah. of pressure on them they if they're anybody that deserves that it's definitely those you know entropy yeah. entropy stream they're great people uh, subscribe stars for us. I know they're they're good people as well. They're very kind to yeah. let us on there. Anyway, okay, we're not going to yap, yap too much about that, guys. Uh, anything else, Lana? You want to clear nope. off the table before kind of dive into some of the uh, topics here today? Mm -hmm. um, all right. So what do we? I, I wanted to just quick mention here regarding uh, uh, Christopher Plummer. Uh, do you guys know the actor Christopher Plummer? He pa Looks passed familiar. away. 
age 91. It's been a lot of uh, a lot of good movies. I've tried to. There's some older ones where, which I try to place them in, and it's like Gandahar or something like that. Like some kind of that's like back in the 70s or something was, was a pretty weird movie that it was in. But uh, I think one of the, his best roles is actually uh, one he did in 12 Monkeys. Uh, he played the dad of the guy who. Um, uh, kind of the athlete, he was like a biotechnician or something like that. He had a lab or something. He had a, he was very wealthy and had a, uh, his son was a spoiled brat played by Brad Pitt. Uh, Brad, do you see what I did there? Uh, spoiled brat. And uh, that, he was the dad in that. It was actually pretty good. Mm -hmm. um, but he was in tons of stuff, uh, obviously. So uh, I think it there's. But was he a liberal? I don't know. I, Christopher <laughs> I mean, he's old school. Know. I mean, 91. I don't think he probably was a fan of all this cancel culture crap. Probably, probably not. I, I wish some of these old geezers before they pass away that would speak out against it, though. I don't know. Yeah, if like might... Martin Landau, who I worked for years ago. He passed away. He wasn't a fan of that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, different generation, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. So, uh, rip Christopher Plummer. Um, look out for that mic stand. Oh, I know, I know, I know. Tighten here. It's you know, a temp I can, I can, uh, temporary, move, move before the temporary, before the permanent, so which <laughs> we're probably going to have uh, to build a studio, folks. That's going to happen. Of course, yeah. We'll do. Uh, we'll uh, we'll definitely talk more about that here as we go. Hey, check out this here, then. This is kind of funny. Uh, <laughs> someone did a fake. I thought this was a joke. And well, it is a joke. I mean, and it is, it is a, joke. a joke. It is a joke. But some but people didn't think it was a joke. A fake Twitter style badge. Uh, for the home gets real takers, right? So, uh, so I think this is this is San Francisco, where you could argue that most of the blue check marks kind of they they're centered there. It's like it's oh, the yeah. San Francisco Silicon Valley yeah. kind of t tech hubs and stuff like that. So uh, I'm sure there was a lot of blue people that already had blue check marks on their Twitters that were so, actually applying to get a blue check mark for their so homes. So what's what's the uh, the premise here? You want to be you want to be verified that you're, you're a real home. person, that you're important and somehow authentic. Mm -hmm. You know, who are these people? And you notice how it's always these liberals who want to be verified and I'm an authentic person. Are you an authentic person? It's because I they am aren't. For real. They aren't. Yeah. Oh my gosh, but I think the website, they said they had like 500 people <laughs> signed up for this dark page. Yeah, five, about five, uh, 500 people <laughs> oh, have signed up man. to get the badge. The website, uh, bluecheckhomes.com, right? I'm better than you. Get a verified, verified. blue badge on your home. <laughs> what a now, joke. There, there's some that have like kind of, you know, a coat of arms or there's certain, I guess, historical homes, of course, that have similar kind of things to this. But yeah, this is the culture we live in now. Uh, get uh, get verified. Get uh, get your the stamp of approval. <laughs> that I mean that obviously looks uh, photoshopped right there. Or the, San Francisco, the it's changed. You know, my parents grew up in the avenues. Who can apply in the fifties there in San Francisco? Times have changed. Let me tell you. Now I think in the avenues is like needle syringes and human feces and homeless people and you know. Yeah. So what better time than now to get a to get a check mark, <laughs> a verified uh, home check mark that you can, <laughs> that you can brag about to your affluent friends, right? Um, Another thing, okay. yeah, I happen yeah. to see this. It's like, what, what is this? The Bidens, they were talking about how they're, they're bragging because they're moving Small a crib. Oh, sorry, uh, dumb ad. Uh, cancel, Shut cancel. Up. They're moving a crib into the White House for their 10-month-old uh, grandson, Hunter Biden. Okay. Mm -hmm. the uh, Their 10-month-old son of the screwed-up son, Hunter Biden, and his Jewish wife, they're all, they've only been together for like a year. And they're all already moving this child into the White House so that the parents can take care of the kid now i'm just thinking come on all these people are loaded obviously like they can get a nanny so obviously this is just a big press move and also they think they want to humanize their son hunter biden right who's a sexual deviant uh, possible rapist shady business dealings a drug Alleg addict allegedly. <laughs> allegedly allegedly he's got all these problems but now it's like <laughs> 
oh, look at him. He's such a good guy. He has this 10-month-old uh, little baby, you know, but come on. You know, and then what I worry about, too, that's all this come to light of child abuse in D.C. This kid could be in some serious danger more than already being around Creepy Joe, his grandfather there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, allegedly, right? Allegedly. Well, that. I said that. I said that. There is a uh, Although history. Some, some video well, I'm doesn't getting lie. to why I'm saying allegedly again. Allegedly, <laughs> there there is uh, uh, kind of a history of that in this family, right? Yes. I mean, and likelihood somewhere. I mean, Hunter Biden, I guess you can compare to him to like a Macaulay Culkin or something, or like a, what's the other guy's name? The uh, uh, one of the Corys, right? Corey Haynes or Corey or Feldman something, or something, yeah. right? That, like, they just go nuts and like drugs and they're like strung out at like 20. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that seems to be Hunter in a way, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so good stuff. There's the. Uh, the, the, I love the media, the way they're covering all this, the, oh, the, the dynasty, so and now it's fantastic, and it's just, oh my god, it's so cringy. And then the other yeah. thing that annoyed me, though, before we get into this other annoyance, mm -hmm. that uh, Biden's wife, Jill, and talk about elitist, grew up with a silver spoon in her mouth, right? Like, a career politician who she's married to through shady business dealings has acquired millions of dollars. She's telling women, you shouldn't have to be lucky to raise a family and have a career, Women, women, women. It's all we freaking hear about. As if feminism doesn't dominate every, literally everything already, right? Well, guess what? Not every woman wants to run a Fortune 500 company. And guess what? what? You can't have a little baby at the same time when you're running a Fortune 500 company unless you dump them off in daycare. And that's not really being a good mom. Just ask any kids who grow up in daycare, right? But she also had admitted, well, it was easier for me to have a career and and children because I was in a privileged position, a.k.a. full-time nannies. Exactly. How about helping women who want to stay home because one salary isn't enough for some people, right? How about helping those women who want to stay home and make it possible so that they can? No, no. they only want no. to end up helping women who want to ditch their kid in daycare and go work. They'll help those women somehow, right? But not the other hard, you know, middle-class working families with, with kids. Instead, they're incentivizing staying home and being a welfare mom or going to work for some, you know, corporation where you ditch your kid all the time. I'm just really just sick and tired of these elitist liberal women like that telling other women, you know, what it should be like and how it is and, and, and what they're going to do to help women and all this crap, you know? I think their incentive is basically to get as many women as possible to uh, not have families or kids at all and just go to just go work for some uh, soulless corporation somewhere right that that's what they want they don't they want to get the birth rates down so that they can open up the borders again right that's what they want um so yeah that's uh, that, that makes to total sense though why they would do something like that right and also yeah no surprise yeah. this is happening right biden <laughs> okay so just so just say it. Trump's last year, refugees, how many came in? It was 12,000 a year with Trump. And remember, all the left was just fetching about, oh, my God, we need to have like 10 million coming a year, right on top of the 1 million a year already coming. So <laughs> as Americans are going bankrupt, right, as we're losing their businesses and their homes and, and they're struggling to get by after this bogus lockdown, what is Biden doing? Signing executive orders now to bring in more refugees. So they're shooting for 125,000 refugees uh, a year. And as we know, anyone from the third world who wants to get in can just claim refugee, right? And this is going to be on top of the 1 million a year already coming to the country. And uh, the other thing I saw, this particular article was complaining how Washington Compost, they whined that Trump's Muslim, Muslim ban saw a rise in refugees from ex-Soviet countries, a.k.a. white people and Christians, and they were really irritated by that. The white Christians were coming to this country. So it's so important for them to outnumber and replace white people and their conservative votes. We know that that's what it's about. You know, yeah. people are going to get yeah. a get 
people are going to get a harsh reality check is this this flood just keeps coming in you know can't afford it yeah yeah i mean they've been so open about this uh, about this agenda about this uh, stance it's not really it's not it's like an open secret but of course if you talk about it um, we'll get to Marjorie Taylor Greene later. She did some based post in the past, allegedly, that kind of connects with some of this. Uh, but see, if you're criticizing and that is not really happening, that, that, then it's not true. But if it's good, then, then, uh, then you're okay. Then you can talk about it, and then, then, it's, a, then it's a good thing. Um, so Vox had a, a story about this, too. Biden will sign order rebuilding refugee program that Trump, Trump nearly dismantled. Full up on that. And as you said, in addition to the already uh, million, one about roughly 1 million people coming in legally. Uh, that's not counting, of course, the illegal incoming. And then in addition, 125,000 uh, refugees. But that's just, the, that's just the beginning. Oh, yeah. This I will continue. This will talking... step up later. And, and let me just say a this. A city every year. A big city yeah, yeah. every year. This is also the uh, uh, one of the reasons why there's lobbying by a lot of people. There's a lot of money in refugee resettlement, mm -hmm. right? The, the, the money for this or is going to start flowing again. It's human trafficking. It's on both ends, if you will. It's uh, If we think of the situation in Syria, right, which these globalists started, they, they dropped a bomb on, on these Middle Eastern countries, which incentivizes, of course, a lot of people to, to flee then from there, and they go to northern and western European countries in America. And so you have human traffickers on kind of the on the Mediterranean side, if you will, on the Syrian, Iraqi, Afghani, that that side, the North African side, uh, they can make money. And then they come, you know, landing on European shore and no one can do anything. Borders are open. They run into run up to like literally to like Germany or Sweden or the UK or something where they get, will get the most money. Right. And then the people who resettle these people too as refugees also make money by the oh, by yeah. the state, by the government. Yes. Right. So that's why, as the Breitbart uh, yeah. story says here, uh, there, there are people cheering Joe Biden's decision to make sure that the refugee resettlement uh, flow is going to surge by 960%. It's a pretty good uh, I mean, there was someone, uptick there. There was someone in our last neighborhood, of course, you know, they, these people that work to resettle these refugees, like in, in the town Harrisonburg that we lived in, it's a model refugee resettlement location. And we're going to do a video on that because it really <laughs> is just horrible. There's so many awful things. But we happen to live next to a lot of the people that were responsible for helping bring in uh, these refugees into this town. They all live in a white neighborhood. They all have lots of money and they all only hang out with other white people like i remember when we were leaving there was the person buying the biggest mansion in that town was working to resettle refugees and was bought a, a mansion on like eight acres or something because they were going to start making lots of money and i think they knew that as soon as Biden got it, you know yeah refugee so ka-ching ka-ching cash it on in a lot of know? money a lot of money uh and corcoran of course have done a lot of good work over the years on this we had her on the show this is probably three, four years ago, but it, it, she has a website called Refugee Resettlement Watch. Uh, she's been slammed and smeared by all these, uh, you know, same organizations and stuff like that. But they keep track on just how much money uh, there is in this and why it's, it, it's an entire industry, right, which is now uh, going to be booming because, as we know, Joe Biden is very hot on this topic uh, when it comes to replacing uh, white, uh, white Americans. And, of course, American policy is dictating a lot of uh, European countries' policy as well. Um, so you're saying they're getting yeah. they're getting rewarded for working to replace white people and white There's conservative votes. The people right? are yes. people who hate us, who want to see us gone, are making money on replacing us. <laughs> it's like they can't be you can't be much worse than that, right? All right. So uh, while we're on Biden and talking about the regime and stuff like that, uh, it was an interesting clip where Biden was talking a bit about um, 
uh, the foreign policy. He was at the State Department the first visit after he um, took the reins of the presidency, uh, be that legitimate or not, whatever you think of that, uh, to deliver these uh, foreign policy remarks. And it was a specific uh, clip we have. We can potentially watch a little bit more from this here, but uh, Secretary, uh, uh, what does he call this? Secretary Bl uh, Blinken, Anthony Blinken, introduced him. He's one of these really uh, super pro-Israeli guys, you know, uh, they, they're going to be, <laughs> Aren't they all? they're going to be Just right me? back, uh, where, uh, where kind of, I mean, Trump let them down on this uh, front, the, the neocons, right? He, he didn't start any new wars. He didn't do the kind of things that they really wanted to do. He was, of course, he was super gung-ho Israel and he did things like the, what the, the Trump Heights, the Golan Heights and stuff like that. But I think it's going to be 10 times worse under Biden. We'll yeah. see. I might, I might be, you know, I might oh, be proven wrong war. on that. We'll see. They want not, war. not just war, but even like on the pro-Israeli uh, bullshit, mm -hmm. right? But uh, anyway, so here's one of the clips here. Check this out of uh, what Biden said. He's very honest. He's definitely telling the truth. Listen to this. The world here today, America is back. <laughs> it's back, America baby. is back. Diplomacy is back at the center of our foreign policy. As I said in my inaugural address, we will repair our alliances and engage with the world once again, not to meet yesterday's challenges, but today's and tomorrow's. American leadership must meet this new moment of advancing authoritarianism, including the growing ambitions of China. Did you hear that? Yeah. Did you hear that? Exactly. Listen to that again. Authoritarianism. American leadership must meet this new moment of advancing authoritarianism. Advance, advancing authoritarianism. Advancing I thought they authoritarianism. Said, I thought they, they said Trump was doing that and he was the tyrannical <clears throat> dictator authoritarian. Honest. Uh, <laughs> I mean, was that just a total old man slip up or was that no, actually it, in the teleprompter? I, and I cut that actually, like I was watching it on my cell phone, the, the video, and I cut that. And But even afterwards, we can listen a bit more here actually after he says that. But uh, he's like, we we need to advance basically China's interests, mm -hmm. and, we, and we're going to go authoritarian, which is like, so okay, communism. well, he's not lying. <laughs> and I wouldn't put it past him to just like, just just say it. Just just we we can say that now. That's fine. Let, tell them what you're going to do. <laughs> you know, that's some of these elites are like that. Uh, maybe he had a scene in that moment. I'm obviously not saying he he didn't have that. He just forgot a word. You know, we had to fight against authoritarianism and Chinese interests. But regardless. As uh, Freud would say, right? That's not a. It's not a coincidence. Do you know what I mean? Like there, there are no coincidences. If you say that, you know. Well, you know, you know yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, let's listen a bit more here. I want to check out the. Uh, I think that was like five minutes in. I'm sorry, guys. Let me let me let me see here. What else he said right after that? Here, see. I want to listen a little bit to this here. Uh, let me go forward a bit here. Mr. Secretary. Okay, here we go. We must meet the new moment, accelerating, glo accelerating global challenges from the pandemic to the climate crisis to nuclear proliferation, challenging the will only to be solved by nations working together and in common. We can't do globalism. Yeah. More globalism. Yep. Yep. Do it alone. That must be the, we must start with diplomacy rooted in America's most cherished democratic values, defending freedom championing opportunity, upholding universal so rights, many lies. respecting so many the lies. rule of law. <laughs> oh, now they're talking about rule it, of incredible. law. I mean, these these leftists, they just talk out of both sides of their ass and their face at the, the same this, time. This it's just amazing. Yeah, I mean, it, it's like, <sighs> what was it the clip we listened to? Was that Blinken? Yeah, there was Blinken. He was talking about how concerned <sighs> he was for like Navalny, the protesters in Russia. I oh, God, they're being silenced and stuff like that. Like, 
you literally have people in America who are American citizens or residents of America. They're being like debanked. They're being silenced mm -hmm. on every social media platform. They're being now kicked out of Congress. They're being hunted down for having the wrong opinions for just showing up, not even doing anything illegal, but just showing up on January 6th at the Capitol, mm -hmm. right? They're being hunted down. Yeah. There's, there's a witch hunt that's happening right now. And then they talk about human rights and shit like that. They can't even uphold the, the UN Charter of Human Rights. Nope. Uh, you know, many of these countries, he says, it's it's incredible. I mean, we can listen a little bit more here. Every person with dignity. That's the grounding wire of our global policy, our global power. That's our the global plower. The plower. Look at the plower. He slurs so much. With dignity. That's the grounding wire of our global policy, our global power. <laughs> That's global our plower. inexhaustible source of strength. <laughs> That's Plow America's that power. advantage. <laughs> Though uh, many of these values have come under intense pressure in recent years. Yeah, no shit. Even uh, pushed to the brink in the last few weeks, the American people are going to emerge from this moment stronger, Merge. more determined, and better equipped to unite the world in fighting to defend democracy because we have fought for it ourselves. However, Unite and we'll get we'll get to this, but however, <laughs> they are literally have now decided to well, they're trying to boot out uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, right? She's gotten this the the QAnon lady stamp on wrong it. thing. Yeah, is it true? I don't know. I don't know all her policies. So Maybe what? there's some things there, but, but but it's irrelevant. She's a elected representative of the people. That's right. She's in D.C. to represent her constituents, her people that elected her and voted her. Yes. These people are not touting the democracy and upholding human rights. No, they're going to take they're her and put in who they want. They're going to remove her from that position because she's having the wrong opinions. <laughs> what does that matter? The people who elected her wanted her there because of the opinions that she holds. But you yeah. see, that's not good enough now. Yeah. You're not allowed to no. think these things. That's and authoritarianism we'll right there. It's not democracy. It's authoritarianism. This is so sickening, you know. The, anyway, so... Um, <clears throat> yeah, so this happened to here. Uh, <laughs> like we don't have enough problems, right? Uh, the head of strategic command warns that a nuclear war with Russia and China is now a real possibility because Are, of... <laughs> are you saying liberals don't want peace and love? Mm, Russia, they don't? Uh, oh, watch out, here it is. Scum! Russian scum! <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, Good old Keith Olbermann. Yeah, head of psychotic, man. Uh, no shit. Head of strategic uh, command warns nuclear war with Russia and China a real possibility. Um and is calling for a change in U.S. policy that reflects this threat. Uh, there's a real possibility that a regional crisis with Russia and China could escalate quickly to a conflict involving nuclear weapons if they perceived a conventional loss would be threatened the regime or state, Vice Admiral Charles Richard wrote in the February edition of the U.S. Naval Institute Monthly Magazine. Uh, good stuff, right? I mean, they've been going <clears throat> for war with Russia forever. I mean, this is this is psychotic. I mean, do you think we're going to get into some new wars here in the next four years? Mm -hmm, Definitely. Do. Who, who do you think actually, is going to be first? Uh, Iran? No, I, I think they're... Actually, I, I take that back. We're not going to get into new wars. The, the current existing one are going to escalate. Uh, Syria. Mm. Um, Iraq, possibly. I'm not sure. Uh, Afghanistan. I mean, they've talked about, you know, pulling out for, for years and nothing has really happened. I mean, Trump did that the last, what, the last month. He scurried, like, mm -hmm. to just, like, tr pull everyone, like, get, a, right. get out, you know, get, a, get the troops out. So that'll probably keep uh, going up. And, and then, yes, of course, Iran is, is definitely... Uh, in the crosshairs. So we'll see if that, uh, excuse me, guys, we'll see if that happens or not, because that that uh, uh, that would just be uh, the cherry on top, as they say, right? 
All right, so I want to talk about this as a <laughs> kind of a funny, funny way I found the tweet. I think it was uh, what's the guy who has uh, Revolver News, Daryl. What's his name again? Revolver News. He does a lot of good uh, journalism. I'm not sure what his name is. Journalism things on the internet. <laughs> um, he retweeted this by uh, Seamus Hughes. I, I think you pronounce it Seamus Hughes. Um, and actually, the photo I want to talk about is, is below. But but check out this here. Seamus says here, I've studied extremism for 15 years. I've reviewed, re reviewed mostly every court record for decades. I can only say very little surprises me. That said, I have absolutely no idea what to say about the internet image the FBI used in a criminal complaint of the picture hanging on the wall. Let me see if I can, can I open this? Let me see if I can open this. I need to zoom in here, guys. So this is a screenshot uh, from the FBI's document regarding this. Why am I, oh, I'm doing this, sorry guys, doing this the wrong way. Check out the, the image here. What is that behind? Uh, our uh, Q, <laughs> what is that behind our Q shaman right there, folks? <clears throat> and some people, I was like, what the hell is this? A big and I was black reading, naked dude, it looks yeah, like. Yeah, uh, there was a meme, wood on the bed or something. People were, were arguing in the thread down below, like, oh, well, they're just using the, <laughs> they're using this image because it, it was, it could be further incriminating because someone has photoshopped the image. So that's why they're using it and whatever. But I don't know what the hell is going on. It's just super weird. But I didn't even, this is not even what I wanted to talk about. I wanted to get into a little bit of this with the gay op and, and stuff right here, right? But uh, but check the, the image below. Sorry, guys, let me close that out then. Uh, this is a perfect... Uh, yeah, it's all, a perfect, it's all a perfect example of 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 what happened right on on that day. And I, was One there dude, anybody that was sincere journalists that was yeah. there who believed that they were going to topple the? Yeah, maybe and pro probably whatever. But mostly, as usual, it was the right plants at the right place with a bunch of media person. Now, are all those camera, camera people, people. going to be visited by the FBI too? Because the no. FBI is visiting like as many people as they can no, that were at fine. the start. They thing. have a pass. You see, because the media has a tie-in. Uh, Operation Mockingbird. They're part of the military industrial complex. So the media is fine. That's totally fine. Uh, but this is, I mean, w w sure, there was more pe people than this in there, but this is, this serves that point that it's like, it's the same thing when you have like a, a, a fight, right? Like uh, 30 Antifa's beating up some, um, uh, you know, by be beating up some right winger or something. Right? 100 you can have journalists. Like 500 cameramen yeah. there and just not lifting a finger to do anything, right? Yeah. Uh, but it's just so aggravating <laughs> seeing this. And they're going to, um, you know, they're going to get a pass yeah. for being in there. Oh, well, I was, I was press. I, I'm anti-Trump, so it's okay. Okay, I get a pass. Yeah. So I, I think it was mostly, I think it was mostly a gay op, right? Um, they, they had the right people at the right place. It's basically the MAGA movement, Charlottesville. That's what this was, right? Yeah. You plant the right people at the right time and do, you know, nudge. And, and even if you didn't plant somebody, you, you use, you know, you share a pick a couple of events or a couple of people that you can lift out and, and, and you know, build your case kind of thing against it, right? Um, but yeah, I came across this one too. It was kind of interesting. FBI uh, report warned of war at Capitol, contradicting claims there was no indication of looming violence. There, this is a classic. Um, this is a classic kind of example of what happens in these situations where you have internal conflict, and 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 you. It's very hard to figure out. Okay, well, is it just the media that's that's saying that, or is it was there actually a schism internally within the FBI? Or some faction in the FBI, this is probably the most likely thing, some faction within the FBI know that they're going to run an operation of some kind or, or they're going to keep an eye on certain people or nudge certain people. Maybe they have 
some people that have done plea deals or they're informants or they're 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 basically gotten instructions and they've said like hey you better you better go there and do some of these types of things or we'll haul you away and uh, and we'll put you in jail or something like that right that's all it takes um so it, it, so it's like one faction says no 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 there's going to be there's going to be war where the other says like no no there's no evidence of any looming violence whatsoever right mm-hmm. uh, so you're always going to have these kinds of contradictions and the media can always kind of build on this too that is it, it's it serves the the case that you can uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, you can you can blame incompetence in many regards too. Oh well, we didn't know. But then you look at some of the footage and like Capitol Police, they opened up to some people. They the doors to the Capitol were open. Yeah, they think that they were in. taking a, a tour and stuff like yeah. that. You know what I mean? Uh, while on the other side, people were actually you know trying to push through the barrier and and, and kind of force their way in and stuff like that. But uh, all right, anyway. Uh, don't want to be too long-winded about this, but uh, this was kind of interesting too. Uh, so, the death toll, of course, you know, at the de- as, uh, uh, and this is the wording they use, of course, the the deadly U.S. Uh, Capitol riot on January sixth. Uh, uh, the U.S. Capitol Police, who passed away the day after, uh, there is no link. The investigators were struggling to find any kind of proof that he that he was. Uh, he, that he suffered from some kind of um, it was COVID, you know, attack, basically, or, or some kind of physical, you know, blunt for, force trauma. They said initially that well, he uh, he was struck by a, a fire extinguisher or something like that, and then afterwards, now they're saying they're str- struggling to build a murder case because there's just no uh, no evidence that uh, that he was caught up in the violence. So what was it? There was this guy that they claim, and then the uh, Trump supporting girl that got shot by a cop, right? The, the, that's the the death toll, right? Yeah. So. There are some deaths, they say, of people that I, I guess were, this is still up in the air, and I haven't heard much more about it, but as far as I understand the situation, uh, some people died because they were uh, actually using tear gas in, inside of the building, right? And, and that actually caused some people to, uh, um, to, to choke. To, to die because of, yeah, because of the using the use of tear gas. I, I heard someone that people died of, of heart attacks. It's interesting, though, that they can do autopsies of uh, uh, on people like this and, and find, well, wait a minute, there's like no no proof here that she, that he died of like actually being attacked on that day. Well, there are other such events, isn't there now, where you can yes. actually use <laughs> autopsy reports and say, yes. well, wait wait a minute, did, did they actually die from, from blunt force trauma here or being yeah. hit by something? Uh, but we'll never hear about that, of course. This will be buried and it will still be Part of the tally uh, of the MAGA movement's death toll is now at, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> That's what they do. It's just, it's incredible. Um, okay. So, how are people being targeted after January 6th? Uh, this was an interesting segment. From, did you see this one yet? Mm-mm, not yet. Uh, very interesting, of course. And we know what it's like to be a uh, victim of uh, disgusting banking policies. So, oh, people yeah. high up in the banking system that can just... Uh, target you and call you a criminal for no reason they never have to show any proof uh and in these and at the same time as they're executing that uh they manage to bring large swaths of the entire banking system with them and you end up on lists and you can't just uh you know we, do normal what we've learned is anymore. if one big bank adds you to one of their uh blacklists it, it circulates all over the place amongst the big banks you know credit unions are, are a different thing but then when you go to the credit card processing, you'll find that it's all those big banks that actually uh, are part of clearing all those payments. So if you're on their no list, you're you're pretty much forced to be out of the system. That's what happens, yeah. like with us. So it was expose of a Bank of America what they did. But uh, let's listen to the segment here by Tucker. What an extremist is. So we're left to guess. We're left to look around nervously to see if we can spot one. 
hoping against hope the whole time. They're not talking about us, are they? And if they are, what exactly are they doing? How are they hunting these extremists they keep telling us about, but will not describe? We now know part of the answer to that question. This show has obtained exclusively evidence that Bank of America, the second largest bank in the country with more than 60 million customers, is actively... These people better go to a different bank after this. Let me tell you, oh, Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> ...actively but secretly engaged in the hunt for extremists in cooperation with the government. Bank of America is, without the knowledge or the consent of its customers, sharing private information with federal law enforcement agencies. Bank of America effectively is acting as an intelligence agency, but they're not telling you about it. In the days after the January 6th riot at the Capitol, Bank of America went through its own customers' financial and transaction records, a lot of them. Now, these were the private records of Americans who had committed no crime. People who, as far as we know, had absolutely nothing to do with what happened at the Capitol on January 6th. But at the request of federal investigators, Bank of America searched its databases looking for people who fit a specific profile. Here's what that profile was, and we are quoting. Customers confirmed as transacting, either through bank account, debit card, or credit card, purchases in Washington, D.C. between January 5th and January 6th. Number two, purchases made for hotels, Airbnb, RSVPs in Washington, Virginia, or Maryland after January 6th. Number three. Any purchase of weapons or at a weapons-related merchant between January 7th and their upcoming suspected stay in the D.C. area around Inauguration Day. And four, airline-related purchases sixth, sixth, since January 6th, end quote. So what do you notice about that profile? Well, the first thing you notice is that it's remarkably broad. Any purchases of anything in the city of Washington, D.C., any overnight stay anywhere in the three-state area that spans hundreds of miles. Any purchase, not simply of legal firearms, but instead anything bought from a, quote, weapons-related merchant, T-shirts included. And then any airline-related purchases, not just flights to Washington, flights to anywhere, to Omaha, to Thailand. That is a very, very wide net, an absurdly wide net. Bank of America identified a total of 211 customers who met these, quote, thresholds of interest. And it was at that point, the show has learned, Bank of America turned over the results of its internal scan to federal authorities, apparently without notifying the customers who were being spied upon. Federal investigators then interviewed at least one of these unsuspecting people. And that person, we've learned, hadn't done anything wrong and in the end was cleared. Imagine if you were that person. The FBI hauls you in for questioning in a terror investigation, not because you've done anything suspicious. You haven't. You bought plane tickets and visited your country's capital. You thought you could do that. You thought it was your country. Now they're sweating you because your bank, which you trust with your most private information, information of everything you buy, has ratted you out to the feds without telling you, without your knowledge. Because Bank of America did that, you are being treated like a member of Al-Qaeda. Leave the bank. Leave yeah. that bank. Yeah. Well, Leave it. I mean, and it's also, <clears throat> and it's okay that Tucker takes it from this, you know, kind of perspective, but even though you might have actually gone there and been part of that, 
that still doesn't mean you should no, be treated like that. If you haven't not. done it, if you haven't broken the law, there's no reason why you should end up on lists no. or being targeted and stuff. But that's what's happening right now. They still so have a should, right to protest and show up even, in D.C. Exactly. That's just it. We, we, all summer we've heard the right to protest and having your voice heard and all this stuff. Right. This is a, the fundamental principle of America and stuff. And as soon as it's the wrong people protesting about the wrong thing, you see, then we can start locking people up, putting them on lists. We can uh, send them, you know, have dialogue in the mainstream media about where you know where do what do we do about these 70 what do we do about the 70 million uh can we can we send them to some kind of camp is it can we do that can we do, what do we do with them how do we <laughs> the other thing is this is coming onto the radar of a lot of republicans about you know banks ba bank banning and all this crap and then you know the sham of the oh the free market just go start your own bank you know it's different when they start getting banned and stuff but absolutely jack shit is being done about it there's zero protections being in place for any of this what happens when every single one of these banks just just bans people because you're a thought criminal because we don't agree with your views mm -hmm. then what are you supposed to do everything you're supposed to pay even when you have to pay uh, utilities or uh, government mm -hmm. bills or whatever it's it's usually a bank transfer or a debit card or what happens when you're totally iced out you know they just uh, and it's not they don't protect their people or their tax-paying citizens. It's not know? that they start doing something to you. They, what they do is they just stop giving you the right to do something within their system or, or using their services or something like that. It's like, well, uh, sorry, we can't help you, but you, you're welcome to go somewhere else and stuff. And it's like, well, I can't go somewhere else. There's no one else. What, what do I do now? Like, well, what, what is, what's happening? Even uh, DeSantis, I don't think we'll have time for it, but I had it in the, the list of, of stuff to talk about. Ron DeSantis kind of he's clamping down on big tech and stuff like that. And it's like, <laughs> okay, great, and do that Nothing or whatever. Happens. But he was talking about this, like, you know, he mentioned, we may, maybe I'll play it later, but he basically mentioned, like, imagine tolerating uh, the kind of thing that we've seen from big tech from, from the banking sector, he said in one of his comments. Hello, where have like, you been? That's what uh, happening right now. American Americans are being debanked or unbanked yeah. or whatever you want to call it. Like that's happening, this financial discrimination. He, apparently there is a law now uh, that's going to come into effect. I think it was April 1. I we'll forget. see if uh, this current Congress passes it, though, because they know who's <laughs> getting banned. Well, it's not their people. Apparently it's already passed. It's just that it hasn't been like uh, huh. brought into effect yet. So we'll see, right? But apparently at least the big banks, I should pull up that story later, but at least the big banks, like the... Yeah, the... the Wells the, Fargo, B of yeah, A, banks, all those, so yeah. Bank of America, these kinds of banks... Um, do not have a right anymore to discriminate on political reasons. This basically, the, the bank shouldn't do something which law enforcement should be. Like if someone has actually done something criminal and stuff like that, it's not even up to the bank to, you know, to sort that out. It's, it's up to law enforcement and it's not them who's going to make, you know, moral judgments or whatever they think is fit. So that'd be very interesting to see uh, if something does change there. Mm -hmm. uh, and I, I'll bring that story up. Maybe I'll Google it search for it i should say not google it fuck google uh i'll search for it later i'll uh <laughs> i'll swiss cow it or i'll, I'll duck heard, duck go it i've heard from dutch Start friends pages. too that uh, holland has had that in place for a long time a law like that that you can't ban people for their political views so yeah you know, maybe we should move to holland huh yeah <laughs> yeah uh, it's it's better in some of these countries uh that people uh even though it's pretty left there they're from. still they're still better about free speech even in some of those well not like germany or the uk but some yeah. of those other uh, Western. We places. know it's an arco tyranny, right? We know that it's like, you know, one set of rules for them or or rather no rules at a certain point, And then we're like met with the full force of the law and stuff like that. 
if they could just uphold some of the things that they're they're touting and talking about of like rights, human Equality rights, and access, access yeah, and, uh, non-discrimination, you know, all yeah, stuff. They'd yeah, they'd be like, sure, okay, do that then. But but they won't, right? That they they lie to your face about it, and they they try to sell you these these poisonous lies uh, by by making it sound good. Oh, you can't be. You surely have to be for fairness and all these kinds Well, of and things, you know right? what these people do now at these banks? It's like it's all dominated by leftists. Like bankers have always been an issue and they're still an issue. So it's like what what is going to be done about it? But they've literally, in my experience, they will literally go, yes, Google. Google you and look you up. And I've actually so social, had someone write me back about that. Mm-hmm. I've actually had someone mm-hmm. admit that. Of course. And that's why they're doing it because that's how... And then, it's, and then, of course, Google rigs all the search results. Of so course. it's all these lies that come up about you right. ta- at the it's top, the just like us. authoritative sources you see first. You can have, a, you know, years of accumulative uh, propaganda, misdirection, misconstrued lies and defamations just build a, a profile on you. And then that's what's, uh, what and, ends up at the top. So, so these, the social credit score is already here. That's oh, what I'm saying. That's, that's it's not already like, oh, there. it's coming. It's like, the, no, it's like here our now. La- our last ban for credit card processing was through Elevon Bank, which is supposedly was a more conservative bank. And this person there just said that they just random they just randomly started googling our com- our our company right like just like they just randomly sit around and google uh, owners of merchant accounts to see what they're up to and <clears> what <throat> bad things are written about them online that that, right. that doesn't happen that way right obviously right. people tip them off you right know? right uh all right anyway so that's happening that's which is just absolutely disgusting and the fact is there has to be some pushback from i mean i, I don't i don't know kind of trust here on the GOP or whatever to do this. But the fact is when the president, the former president now of the United States, or however you want to word that, uh, Donald Trump can be banned and censored and thrown off all these like payment processors and Stripe and stuff like that. It's like a, the lowest segment, if you will, of dissidents, if it were lowest, but you know what I'm saying, like the ones who have like the, top. the least influence in terms of like ability to reach out and use services in society and all these kinds of things. They're being banned, and then the very top layer of the, you know, like the president of the United States is being censored. Uh, but they better get their hands, their 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 hands out of their uh, or face out of their 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 head out of their ass rather, and start doing something about this, because uh, it will hit them just all of a sudden. You just have the wrong opinions, boom, that's it. You're shut shut out, and it's like, well. We do. I it's didn't not agree serious to this. until it happens to you, huh? Well, eventually it will happen. Eventually it will. I think they way. won't. They won't be able to stop. They, they will not be able to stop. Right. Um, yeah. So basically, I wanted to go to the next one here too, um, and check out what's happening uh, to Marjorie Taylor, Taylor Green. And and again, it's like this is not a. I mentioned this in the no go zone too. It's not an endorsement of her. I don't know every, all the opinions that she holds or anything like that. And I'm not saying that because, oh, maybe she said something bad. I'm just saying I don't give a shit about she what did. she said or whatever. Like, she's a representative. She was elected by the people in her area. Uh, she's she's a s- sitting representative. And uh, she's being vehemently attacked. I mean, it's just the, the witch hunt around this. It's basically the system's way of saying certain people who have certain opinions must be completely frozen out of the democratic or political system, I should say in order for them to completely control and rig the entire game in their favor. They can't have zero dissent. And they begin with these individuals because they think, well, these, this is an easy target because she's one of these QAnon uh, you know, fanatics and she's a conspiracy theorist and all that stuff. But here's some of the things that, that were surfacing here over the last uh, couple of days. Uh, Times of Israel. Marjorie Taylor Greene liked a tweet implicating Mossad in the JFK assassination. So? Okay, so you're not allowed to... <laughs> Can't talk about Mossad. That Mossad had anything to do with this. So, here's another one. Look at that, Jake Tapper. 
In 2018, Representative Green approvingly, what does that even mean? Approvingly shared a white supremacist video. White oh, supremacist, she, she had to yeah. put it down, yeah. Shared yeah. a white supremacist video claiming that, quote, an unholy alliance of leftist, capitalist, and Zionist supremacists have schemed to promote immigration and misogynation yes, with yes. the deliberate aim of breeding us out of existence in our own homeland. They admit all this, though. <laughs> <clears throat> and, like, where's the lie? Are you going to prove so, there's a lie there? Remember, I think this is... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, th th this looks, it could be a different cut, but it looks like the with open borders. Oh, yeah. That, uh, that video that was mm -hmm. good. And it was like, I saw tons of people across the board sharing that video. Politicians, business, like Everywhere. all uh, that's celebrities. Why they, that's why they had to ban about it from this, the right? internet. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, that too. Uh, but so it's like, what, 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 my point was, well, is, but. But is it true? Yeah. <laughs> is, there, is there evidence that you can find for those? But they uh, even admit this for kind these, of stuff, though. For, for what it says. And it, of course, that's what I'm saying. There is evidence for it. But again, it's a point. You must approvingly uh, uh, say that, yes, it's happening. And that's a and good thing. And it's a thing. good thing. We like it. You yes. can't say that it's happening, but that's a bad thing. And I think it's wrong to ethnically replace an entire population because that's genocide. right? That, yeah. you, you, that you can't say. That's wrong. So she's being targeted for like all kinds of things is being wheeled out and used against her. And I'm surprised it didn't happen sooner, but that now they've, you know, turned up the volume on like QAnon and stuff. And again, no defense of QAnon. Who and they're just really like brazen too because they have full power and full control of everything. So now it's just total witch hunt just to get it out. Yeah. Every single possible dissident that might be in there, you know? But again, it's this idea that it's like, but she is a she's literally a product of the democratic system. Yeah, she was right. like the, the fact that this is just no doesn't even come up. Doesn't even like dawn on these in these people's minds. Just, well, she's she once liked a tweet that said this. Her, oh my God, we got to kick her out of the of the uh, the political process, right? So and this here, is when people. Sorry, example. but this is yeah, when people ahead. on the right need to get more aggressive about finding tweets that the, these leftist politicians and these other globalists like. Then you know all kinds of disgusting things that they like and support, but they're just not they're <clears> just not as cunning enough to do things like that. Huh? Yeah, and I mean, we've shown the headlines, and maybe I should have pulled more of those in kind of right now. But like, um, here's one just m mentioning like the, the recent stuff that's that's proving that like the demographic changes are actually transforming, you know, certain states and the entire countries. They're turning them more uh, liberal, less nationalistic, less right wing, and these kinds of things. Right? We've shown the Guardian articles from from in, in the past. Right of. Uh, um, I'm looking for the headline now. I have a mirror, but like, we, yeah, we can replace them. That New was York out of Georgia, Times. yeah. Uh, we, uh, I've seen articles about Virginia, how like how wonderful it is that due to immigration, uh, we're, t we're turning the whole blue state wave, blue and yeah. st stuff like that. They uh, admit it. The Guardian articles about like a, uh, uh, when whites are a minority, I'm looking for them right now. I'll pull them in in a moment here. I have, I have them in a, a folder here. Uh, but the point is, so we can back that up. We can, we can prove that it's happening and that there have discussions like this in the media, right? Here, here's, here's one of them. Let me just show a couple of these guys. You've seen some of these before too, right? But um, this is the, out of the UK, but the point stands, this is a discussion that they have in most Western countries. White Britons will be a minority before 2070, says Professor, right? And this is statistically true uh, at the current rates, right? Uh, the Guardian, the last days of a white world. We're near a global watershed, a time when white people will not be the majority in the developed world, Britain included. Anglo-Saxon whites are already a minority in Hawaii and the District of Columbia. Now they are an ethnic minority in the country's most populous state. Uh, blah, blah, blah. It goes on. This so we can't a, even be a majority a in, thing, in our own European countries. Nope. 
got to be replaced there too. It's have to be thing. a minority there too. And then you can, you know, look at then, well, who are the organizations, the individuals, what's their political leanings of the of them that are doing this. And so therefore, factually, what she said, uh, or the tweet that she liked, or whatever Facebook post that she liked, um, that's true. It's fact, you can prove that and back that up with mm -hmm. facts and razor sharp logic, right? But we can't discuss it. We can't bring attention to it because then people would awake awake to that agenda and potentially stand in the way of it and start you know start doing something about it, stopping right. that being uh, continued to be a process or, or a policy within scream, the political system. That's why they just scream white supremacist conspiracy theory. You extremist, right wing, far right extremist, just to get you to shut up and stop looking at it and just just don't even think about it. Right. Okay? Right. So you get you get the drift here, guys. But the point is again back to this: like that she has the wrong opinions. And therefore, we can just kick her out of any, you know, any, any, any uh, kind of political uh, setting. Really, that's what they're trying to do. So they're beginning now with removing her from her committee assignments. I forget which committee she was on. It's amazing that they, um, they have the power to do that when she's been elected, and, and then who's yeah. going to go in her place? And they just say, I guess we can listen to the CNN clip. I, I'm sure it's going to be fantastic, right? <laughs> but they just, they basically just make up this like, well, she. Well, she wanted to murder uh, Democrat politicians, right? And Please. in the last No Goes, and I showed this too, of Cori Bush, the Democrat, the black uh, woman, right, who, who had claimed that she was accosted by uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene in, in the hallways of uh, the Senate or Congress or whatever it was. And uh, she was live streaming during that thing. And so it was the other way around. They were attacking her over it her mask is. or something it's like that. It's always that. Anyway, let's listen a little bit to this here. I'm sure the CNN coverage is just... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's listen to the roll. Let's the listen. These are 199... The resolution is adopted. Without objection, the motion to reconsider is laid on the table. All right, that, that's it. It's official. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, the Republican representative from Georgia, will now be barred from serving on the Education and Labor <laughs> Committee as well as the Budget <laughs> Committee. It's over. Let's see the final roll call. We'll see how many people actually voted. Uh, in favor, uh, we see Liz Cheney speaking right now. Let me just listen Jesus. for a second. This is uh, Liz Cheney. This oh, is great. what democracy looks like. <laughs> this is what, like, this is what they. God, we did good today. We it's kicked like, someone out that had the wrong opinion. Basically, like eh? you know what, like fifty people sitting there, and then they just hit their little well, their hammer, and oh, it's done. You're out. Pretty you much, know? probably. House Resolution ninety-five. With their masks on, God. And look at how big that thing is, Jesus. The resolution is agreed to, and the motion to reconsider is laid on the table. Okay. All right, so they're going back to some procedural issues right now on the House floor. Ro Khanna, uh, give me your final reaction. I think that, that this... Sorry, let me pause there. Okay, well, I'll get to some of the super chats soon. Very strange. I had it open, but I didn't see it. Do you see that, Lana? Oh, um, okay. I saw a couple came in, but they didn't show up on my screens. <clears throat> I refreshed the window, and now I see them. Sorry about that, guys. I didn't mean to, didn't mean to miss those. We'll get to those in, right after the little bit more of the video here. Sorry about that, guys. It was an important step for the country. It made a clear statement that you can't say that 9-11 didn't take place. You can't say that uh, believe in QAnon theories. You can't threaten violence against uh, elected officials and still hope Bullshit. to serve in she the never, United States. They just made uh. that up. They just well, she's calling for the for uh, the murder of other of other candidates. That's always right? their excuse for everything. You're inciting, inciting. violence. The, like anything could incite violence because of any whatever you say, whatever you do, whatever she liked opinions to tweet you have, and that incited violence. You could, you could literally turn someone. Uh, 
go completely mad over over that you have the wrong opinions. And so everything everything potentially could be it's not what you're saying, it's what someone else is doing. You, they've moved the goalpost and said, well, now it's the words that you choose. Maybe maybe it was because of your words that led to all these things. So maybe we can if we can remove the words that will cause these events to go away, which they won't do, right? They will never do that. Uh, this is this is bullshit, complete bullshit. This. Congress, there should be a very, very high bar from removing someone from committees, but this was not a hard call. It's not <laughs> a hard, it wasn't a hard call shit. for the uh, Democrats. Where's this guy from? Dana, from? It was a hard call for a lot of Republicans, although we did see a significant number of Republicans join with the Democrats and cucks. say this yeah. woman Useless. has no, no place on these committees. Useless Republicans. That's right, including, uh, according to a, a list that our colleague Manu Raju sent, a, a freshman, uh, Nicole Maliotakis, who voted uh, to remove her. So it is Marjorie Taylor <laughs> Greene's fellow Republican freshman who apparently voted to remove her from these what committees. Traitors are just from, saving from their New own hide. And, yeah, uh, of course. No one can defend just, white well, people. No one can be against. It, you can't be against immigration. You can't be against the replacement of white people. Nope. You have to be for it, full gung ho, or you're out, and, and you won't be rewarded. And you, know, you won't sit at the table here and get the rewards. No, you know? and you know this like link to QAnon is probably again. I don't know how deep that runs, but the, it's completely irrelevant. <laughs> she has the right to believe whatever the hell she wants to believe. She has the right to say whatever the hell she wants to yeah. say. Well, more or less, right? But there's yes, there's some limitations, but but for the most part, unless you're actually like calling for violence, she seems like a totally that's, normal that's person, against, obviously. Yeah, I mean, and she even did a couple of videos like. They want me out because I'm telling the truth about certain things and they just, they can't stand that. They hate that. They're targeting me. They're going after me. Um, and I mean, she's being uh, just hunted on every single level. Mm -hmm. And and, it, and it, this is the slippery slope as, as well, right? They begin here because while uh, she's, a, I mean, she's a complete nutter. She probably just liked some tweets by someone who's called themselves like you. It's all guilt by association. It's guilt by accu accusation too, obviously. Um, but that's that's the extent of it. And then they build these profiles. They do these word plays in the media, mm -hmm. like well, linked to, associated with, uh, once uh, was seen with. Or, you know, that's mm -hmm. the extent of it. And and then they're they're good to go. Um, anyway, we don't have to watch the, the rest so, of that. There, no hope for this government no, anymore. No. This country, you know, it's just like let's just just bring it on. Then just let it all fall apart at this point. You know. Well, I mean, they're they're the ones doing it though. That's they're the ones who are. I mean, if they wanted to not create chaos and havoc and stuff, they could. They could actually meet halfway. They could uh, be more uh, tolerant and understanding of different opinions. They don't they could, want peace. Uh, they don't want love. They don't want unity. No. But as they poke the hornet's nest and make it worse and worse and worse, it's almost like they, they, they want a world where people, many people, and especially like young white males, have like nothing left to lose. Mm. It's almost like they want that. And and again, then if that is the case, if that's what's happening, they would be the guilty party. They're the ones who would have instigated and caused this environment. But all but if and when that happens and it, and it's a tragedy every time it happens, someone feels they resort to what they feel, I guess, is the last uh, last way for them to express themselves, which is a travesty when when people turn to violence. Right. Because they've been silenced on every other level. So, you know, of course, there's just not cases too that turn to violence, whatever. But when and if that happens, the establishment, all these people we're talking about, will use that as a further excuse of why the the, the, the group that they're targeting needs to be curtailed and, and locked up and re-educated even more, right? So it's this feedback loop. It just gets worse and worse and worse.
Anyway, Lana, do you want to uh, take a Yeah, Brad Grimbaugh. Hey there. Uh, Freedom Shekels, thank you so much. You're always so generous. I really appreciate that, Thank you, Brad. Brad. Hope you're doing well. Thank you, man. <laughs> Bill Hoover, I saw on Weekend Warrior that you talked about Kamala Harris's stepdaughter, Ella M. Hoff. <laughs> yes. Uh, she got a modeling contract that really... Uh, Hideous looking person. Incredible. Yeah. Uh, did you notice the painting on the wall behind her in the picture you showed of her? It mm. is kind of creepy. It's a baby sitting on a cake. That's right. As if someone is going to eat the cake baby. Is it weird? If you uh, look up her image, you can see a close up of it. What was I her did name again? See that. What was her name? Ella Emhoff. Oh, yeah. Let's look at that lovely face again. So I can find. Uh, yeah, I remember seeing that. that picture. And I just think, you know, lefty liberal art. They like that kind of stuff, but. I'm looking um, forward. Okay. I guess we can do that. Uh, Black Phillip, hey guys, can you clear up the story behind the fake Trovo channel? Apparently, he's trying to blackmail you for 10000 for the rights. <laughs> also, his BTC <laughs> is not yours. Beware of the scam. Yes, some guy, a uh, Bitcoin collector uh, at protonmail.com, I think it was. <laughs> it was like, give, give me uh, $10,000 of Bitcoin or something so that I think it was you like can one, get uh, one, one fifth, fifth of a Bitcoin. Bitcoin or something. And I will give you your Trovo name, but Trovo is helping us to like, get that back you anyway. You make so. a lot of money on You're going to make so channel, much money. So, like, <laughs> so I can take a cut of it no, or whatever. No, it doesn't work that way. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, waiting for Trevor to get back yeah, to here, get that name. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're they're very slow getting back to us. But apparently, if we prove our identity, they're going to hand over the handles. That's what we're looking for. But I <laughs> frankly, I don't care. We can have red eyes too. It's it's fine. Um, yeah. So the picture was the baby cake. I don't know. We'll cake. find that. Yeah, we'll find it. It was K Mac McDonald. Uh, what in your oh, view is, it is like the perfect this one popular? Behind her? Right, the the one uh, the painting up in the. I'm just oh. looking at that hairy armpit. I'm sorry, but I think there is. I'm trying uh, to avoid it. Yeah, I mean, oh my God. Sorry, guys. Oh my God. What is, what in your view is the perfect population size of a city to live in big enough for a community, but not big city like? Is it 50,000 people a good size? Does Idaho have, Idaho have that? I personally uh, l really like the size of Quarter Lane. Uh, I think it, it's under 50,000. I think somewhere between, you know, 30 to 40 is pretty good. Under 50,000 for sure. Yeah, because yeah. in, there's, I, grew, I grew up like that. Kung, yeah, yeah, so Sweden. did I. So did I uh, in, in Bend, Oregon. You know, it was a beautiful town back when I grew up there. It was like 20 early days, maybe 20,000. It grew. Maybe it was like mm -hmm. fifth, getting closer to 50 by the time I left or something like that. Yeah, but yeah it was per exactly. perfect to grow up like that. Because then you have the things that you need if you like to go out to eat or, you know, like uh, organic food stores, things <laughs> like that. <laughs> things like that. Gotta have that. By the <laughs> way, I met the, met the, the guy who manages I agree, the, though. It's, it's a little story. Nice. I met the guy uh, uh, who manages a, this uh, organic grocery store in Quarter Lane. And uh, we were just having a conversation, and yeah, he walked me out to my car with all the groceries. Henry was busy, so <laughs> grocery shopping with the I kids. Was working. And he helped me load up the car and stuff, which is really nice. I haven't had that in years living in some diverse area, let me tell you. You know, like some bag boy helping you <laughs> out to your car. It's amazing when you have kids and all this oh, stuff. Sorry, guys. And uh, he was telling me how only one time someone called corporate to snitch on him how he wasn't enforcing masks. And that guy was a Californian. I was like, why the hell do you come up to Idaho, these shit-lib Californians? You want to escape the mess that you created in California. So then you go to Idaho. Oh, it's so quaint and so lovely and so nice here. And then they lobby to fucking change everything to make it like California. You know, so I understand the hostility in Idaho towards Californians. Now, I know some base Californians up here who fled for, really for the good, good reasons, too. really good people. Yeah. And yeah. they've even told me, oh, my God, I've got to change my plates because of the hostility is <laughs> Idahoans. I said, well, you have to just tell them I'm not a liberal. I'm not a liberal, you know. Anyway, yeah, exactly. So Matt Brick, hey, hey, guys. Yeah, we met Matt, uh, was it yesterday? Coffee shop. Yeah, cool. Uh, uh, hey. Both guys, <laughs> cool. Yeah, good to see you guys, and thank you for Definitely. coming out. Great to meet you, and... and uh, uh, 
Yep. Both it was, of you guys. It was fun. See? You got to gotta reach out. If you guys are up in the Idaho area, area reach out. Uh, Cyan Wolf, I uh, didn't get to use all my D-Live lemons, but here's some uh, Zog Bucks. Hail victory. <laughs> Thank you. So there could be, a, regarding that, in case you didn't watch the last few shows, uh, I guess you could, like, you can appeal. You, you can ask them to review your channel, and maybe they will give you back. But since it's tied to the X tag, that might not be something they do. I don't know. At the same time, if they did open up, I still don't want to continue to be on the platform and, and support them by giving them out. money. Out. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it's like, the, the, and it's not their fault. At the, at the root of it, yes, it's their payment process. It would be like someone approached us and said, hey, um, you can have a payment process, but but you have, uh, let's say we hosted, so we had a show with someone on our, on like the Red Eyes website, and they said, you have to take them down or you lose it too. And then it's like, yeah, they totally uh, dictate the businesses, but they should know, just go somewhere else. I think that they would. No, that, and that's what I'm saying. That. The point would be then if you still had options, you would be like, well, screw that. You have stand up for your creators. They're, they're the ones that you ensured that you could survive and have all that money. And the, the, again, it was the biggest accounts that they made the most from. Uh, you know, again, so it's it's all the audiences that we collectively managed to bring to the platform that donated you guys' generosity, which helps that you know them to grow. And then when something like that happens, they don't stand up for their creators and say, you know what, f you, we can go somewhere yeah. else with our business and stand up for them. But they did nothing wrong. Um, you know, if the, again, if there was something that was you know could be deemed to be criminal or whatever, but the, well, then that should happen to that one streamer that did that. I and again, I haven't seen all the streams. I don't know what kind of coverage happened during that day just people that were there but still just, yeah exactly just I mean, there I, at the capital if you happen to cover it i'm almost i'm certain that most people that covered it that was completely legit they don't did they didn't do anything wrong right um but yeah, yeah. anyway anyway so oh, if you so, uh, my point is then to circle back to your point um so there could be potentiality that you could you can hang on to your lemons if you want to uh and and there might be an opportunity to, don to donate be, yeah. them maybe there's someone else you can find on dlive to donate i asked last time i think no go zone if anybody in chat knew that if you if you can cash them cash your lemons out against another cryptocurrency or something like that, I haven't looked into that. So anyway, all right, yep. okay, a couple more here, Mr. Noseberg. Hey, uh, actually, yeah, there's it's incredible the amount of lies they can spread on CNN. Oh my, I just can't even handle it. Henrik, I know <laughs> you and people like Hard Bastard. You can sit there and just analyze CNN and, and MSNBC, hilarious. and I just I just can't even take it. You know, like like this uh, CUNT right up here too. Like so many people talk about her and look at her and laugh at her. I just. I just don't even want to hear them. I'm so sick and tired of seeing funny. their faces and just, it just irritates me. <laughs> I think it's funny. I don't know. I know. Yeah. You guys can laugh at it, but yeah. uh, Cyan Wolf. We uh, will. Actually, no, no, no. Uh, K-Mac, uh, tell the elites you want, you want less what you call conspiracy theories. Stop screwing up so many lives and then you will have less of them. Do your job. Take the American people's sides for once. I don't think that's ever going to happen. I don't. I don't have faith in, in this government, let alone conservatives or the Republican Party uh, ever again. I think that was it for me. What about you, Henrik? Uh, I'm sorry, I was reading something. What did we just? Oh, I'm just just talking about just politics in general. There's not going to be any politicians that are, are going to stand up for us uh, this day forth. Uh, I think, and the ones that are there, they're just getting out anyway. So well, they're they're being pushed out, and that's why I think again, it's not about like you supporting. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene or everything she's done or, or, or someone is like, well, she liked the QAnon post. So I'm not going to support her. Like, it's super important for people to stand up for for people like that at this time because it's not about the individual pos you know, positions that she holds or, or, or things. It's the fact that the whole system is trying to purge something, uh, purge someone who is who, who is a wrong thinker, right? She thinks something different. It's it's they're setting the president to to precedent to a uh, precedent to uh, 
to legitimize the purging of dissidents, which is a very dangerous uh, path. You know what I mean? And but is someone going to show up and save the day politically? I don't know. Probably not. I I, I don't even know at this point. It's it seems. Um, the system is purging the people out of it that it doesn't want. And at that point, it's like, well, fine, that's <laughs> just, we have to build our own. But you know what happens then, right? Yeah. I don't know. It's it's a very hard. It's it, we, I try to take it day by day. And uh, there's no full plan 20 years out as far as I'm <laughs> concerned. We have to be very agile and nimble, flexible, flexible dynamic, and, and just Resilient, go with the flexible, flow and adapt. do what you can and, and, and try to adjust and kind of, not that you just want to piece it together as you go. There has to be some vision, and, and we have that, so it's not that either. But you can't chisel that in stone and be super hard, like line that this is the, the only way kind of thing. And yeah. I don't think we live in those kinds of times. You have to be flexible and use and, and operate within the environments that you can at any yeah, given Yeah, one time. thing I've learned at life to, in life, too, is there's always surprises, or you make a plan and things always go a completely different way than you thought that you, you know, you made this plan. But yeah. you can shoot, you can shoot for things, you can see things that are coming, but uh, the methods maybe that you're going to get to some of your goals might be different than what you think, yeah, you know. Yeah, That's just the times sure. that we live in, right? Yeah. Uh, Defective Goyam, rapper Ice Cube set to meet Biden regarding reparations nice. for the black community for slavery. Oh, my oh, God. We haven't mentioned, of course, we're in uh, <sighs> Black History Month. Oh, yay. Yeah, we're yay. Five, uh, five days I in. I mean, it's pretty much uh, Black History Month every month as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> These days, Holocaust yes. Remembrance, Black History Month, you know, it's, mm -hmm. it's nonstop. K-Max McDonald, uh, blonde in the belly of the beast, I believe, is in northern Idaho. Lana and blonde, uh, baby dates, maybe. We've been friends for a long time, so yes, I've been, uh, I've been seeing her. <laughs> uh, James Fitzgerald, so excited to learn you guys relocated to Idaho. Been wanting to move there for years and finally heading there myself in about a month. Awesome. Oh, cool. Let me know if you need any uh, free carpentry work uh, when constructing your new studio. or what. Yes, absolutely. Nice. Perfect, Definitely. Man. Positively. Awesome. That offer stands for others as well. Note, I'm not a Fed. <laughs> oh, good. That, <laughs> I don't think, I don't think Feds are really going to be good with their hands. You know what I mean? I don't think they could like construct and build stuff. They're in the world of like uh, fake saying, white supremacists saying, uh, and paper pushing, you know? You're saying Frank Fugliucci is not uh, like good maybe with Hammer? Making fake bombs or something. <laughs> right. Definitely get get in touch. Send an send an email. I, I have lots of emails from people in Idaho who are heading this way, which is really exciting. It's like Christmas, you know. Yeah. Some people that I know, some people I didn't know. So a lot of us are on the same page about that. So it's pretty exciting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, awesome. definitely. Awesome. Thank you. Uh, thank you, guys. We appreciate that. Yeah, we'll try to stay up uh, uh, up to speed on the uh, entropy. I don't know what happened. I, I, I didn't see it coming. I had to refresh the page and then I saw it. So sorry about that. So we'll try to take it if it's something a little bit more timely. But thank you, everybody. I do appreciate it. Uh, thank you, everybody, for joining us over on entropystream.live forward slash uh, Red Ice TV. All right. So should we dive into the AOC little uh, segment here? Then? <laughs> oh, God. So, yeah, uh, I, I think this is this is played out now over. What is it like three days or something like that? Obviously, it begun January 6th, oh, 6th, obviously. But uh, it was just a few days ago, I believe, that she kind of started recounting her story and, and all these things. Right. And it's kind of funny. Uh I have just a bunch of stories to show, but basically, like, in essence, she is just lying and lying and wrapping herself in a bigger lie, in another lie. And then when the lie gets found out, uh, she just shifts a topic and just, well, I was Shameless. sexually molested. I'm a sexual abuse survivor. And yeah, because you, you can't like question that, right? No, of course not. Let, let's, uh, let's take a look at this video here. There was no partner, was not yelling you know, Capitol Police, et cetera, et cetera. 
but then what but then it didn't feel right um because he was looking at me with a tremendous amount of anger okay let me let me pause here i gotta preface this a little bit <clears throat> so basically when she made she made the, the she recounted her story of what happened and all that kind of stuff right and so she had not let let people know when she did this instagram video she claims people were pounding on her door they were trying to get in and i have it i have a couple of tweets about that to, to underline it here's the point here uh even even just from reporter tweets tens of thousands of people have gotten the impression tonight that the mob broke into aoc's office trying to get to her while she was hiding in the bathroom many failed to note that it was actually a police officer that was there to evacuate her <laughs> save her so when she recounts Ma'am, are you okay oh my god they were trying to kill me it, it, oh, this is incredible because because <sighs> and the, the media did not put focus on this thing that it was like oh okay so it was a police officer okay so maybe okay so at least if you're honest you'd say well she thought it was some it, she thought it was the bad people that came but it was actually a, a capital you know state police officer not even that they could do right it was like uh cnn was like no not the fact check uh where is it here uh here it is yeah here it is alexander ocasio cortez reveals brutal truth <laughs> right or like how it was like uh to, to to do all these things right and be part of that um so here's some of the journalists right quoting aoc i thought i was going to die you have a lot of thoughts when you're in a situation like that i really just felt like if this is the plan for me then people will be able to take it from here uh, another one, Hannah Trudeau, or Trudeau. Uh, wow, AOC on Instagram Live discusses hiding during the insurrection. I started hearing these yells. Where is she? Where is she? This was the moment where I thought everything was over, the congresswoman <laughs> said. Another one. Uh, oh, the drama. AOC on Instagram Live recalled a horrific story from the January 6th insurrection when a man, listen to this, a man broke into her office after banging on every door, forcing her, to, yeah, <laughs> forcing her to hide in the bathroom, sec, uh, bathroom seconds before he entered and started shouting, where is she? She said she thought she was going to die. Oh my God, you're um, delusional. So this totally is the stuff that delusional. they were talking about. And then it turns out, well, that was a police officer literally trying to rescue you. And also, furthermore, they, they came out that she was hiding in a building which was 10 minutes away from the actual Capitol building, right? She was not even in the vicinity oh of where all the, the, the rioters were. And so she's doing this spin and then she was called out. She was called Alexandria Orcasio Smollett, right? <laughs> and it was trending on Twitter and it was kind of funny. And then they hit the hashtag, yes. I of course, they hit the, ha the hashtag, right? But, but, even, but even at that point, CNN came out and like, well, fact, we got to fact check these claims that she's being attacked for no reason whatsoever. And it's just there's dishonest, dishonesty after dishonesty Sick. after dishonesty to build this like, and then they're saying bullshit. I'm, I'm kind of jumping all over the place, but she's saying like, "Are you well? Are you denying her lived experiences?" I'm gonna try to find so, that. So I mean, it was real in her yeah, mind. Here. Is that what you mean? Yes, it was really in her mind. Yes. That literally here, here it is. Uh, Will Walker here was replying to this, uh, someone who's pointing this out. The journalists are they don't even say that it's the cop, the cop that actually tried to rescue her that was banging on the door. Will Walker says, please actually watch the video before minimizing her trauma. <laughs> she was recounting her subjective experience and all of the uncertainty around a stressful situation, not blaming the officer. I can't possibly imagine why a POC in the U.S. might not automatically trust oh, law enforcement. Oh, God. Oh, please. But to, let's, let's just look. Let's, let's widen the, the, <laughs> the, 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 the topics here then. 
regarding what we can perceive as trauma and these kinds of things. Or saying to me, okay, so you're just talking about the subjective. Well, it was a subjective experience, right? It's not even the truth or didn't happen, but it doesn't matter. She was emotionally impacted by that. Okay, well, so even if it was a lie that we think that we are being replaced in our countries or, or, or that wasn't factually true, but we're having trauma from this uh, uh, the prospect that someone is experience. targeting us and they're trying to replace us and make our kids minorities in our own countries. Uh, and, and and the the subjective you know tr trauma and the experience associated with that, that's bullshit. And that needs to be shut down. And that's dangerous, in fact, because mm -hmm. now that could endanger people to think that, you know, uh, open borders is a bad thing, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But, but in her, then AOC's kind of angle to this, that's not going to put any kind of weird pressure on like these uh, capital state police or any police for that matter. The literal is trying to save her. And then she points out and says, well, uh, he was very, uh, listen to that again. He was very angry. He looked at me in an angry way. Oh, it's like those people who. After who, she, they, they try to so, rescue her. They think they experienced racism because someone looked at them a weird way or something, it's you know? Crazy. You're probably oh. just having a moment. Oh, yeah, listen to that again here. Right. Um, because he was looking at me with a tremendous amount of anger <sighs> and hostility. He was probably and, just genuinely uh, concerned and she's misreading because people misread people's facial expressions. It happens all the time. Did he try and hurt you? Did anything happen to you? No. And then she was called out. I was sexually molested. Oh, I'm a survivor, folks. I'm not buying it. Things weren't adding up. Like there was no partner there. And there was no one was yelling. He wasn't yelling like. This is Capitol Police. This is Capitol Police. Well, why, he was, and why, why he's dressed he? like a policeman. Why the, would he need to, like, he's in a hurry. He? There was no other people than them in that building. <laughs> there was no one has had penetrated in through the barriers of this building. Oh, my right. God. I forget what the, it's, I forget what the name of the building just, was. She's but. just an intention whore. You yeah, know? yeah, of course. And he was looking at me in all of this anger and, and hostility. He wanted and to rape me. At first, you know, in, in my brain and in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, I just came from this super intense experience just now. Maybe I'm reading into this, right? Like, maybe I'm projecting... <laughs> Yes. Um, yes. You're projecting. Maybe I'm projecting like something onto him that that yes. like maybe I'm just seeing anger, but maybe he's not trying to be yes. angry. Mm. Yeah. Um, but I talked to G, my legislative director, after the fact, and he said, <laughs> "No, I didn't know if he was there to help us or hurt and us." She's either. connecting with the people. And <laughs> um, and G was actually like, th "This man came with so much hostility." That um, that G was sizing him up and didn't know if he was going to have to fight him. Oh, my oh it's man. Incredible. These the, liberals the are just, off, they're the off the rockers, man. Yeah. They are just gone. AOC gone. blasted for exaggerating her trauma from Capital Riot experience, right? And someone showed up. Yeah, here here they have. Uh, yeah, the cannon. I was going to say that, the cannon house. So I, got, I, I was, That's I, way I, far. my recollection was correct. Yeah, the cannon house was over there, the office building. Uh, writers breached the building over here. In other words, there's no, no connection whatsoever. Oh, right? my God. You but, it was my she's lived, got, but it was my lived experience. She's got the, Are you denying her lived experience? The white in the eyes, you know? I remember years ago. I can't like remember crazy. who was. It said, look out for those girls with too much white in the eyes. And then yep. she and then she continues. She goes on the House floor to continue this, this drama and, and, and continue to just exaggerate and all this stuff. Let's listen to this here. This is like uh, yester yesterday. Yesterday. Days to revise and extend the remarks and include extraneous material. Well, she's got panties on, on her face. Order. Without objection. <laughs> Thank you. 
29 days ago, on January 6th of 2021, insurrectionists attacked our capital, seeking to overturn the results of our nation's election. <laughs> no, 29 days were, ago. They were asking for a fair election. The glass. They're, I hear you. The little writers that they have, it's its brilliant <sighs> how they've pieced this together and how they project it onto their their enemies of what they're actually doing. It's, I mean, it's brilliant. I give that to them. It's, it's, it's fantastic, the, the, the narrative that they're spun here. In and around this very chamber was shattered by gunshots, clubs. The only gunshots, as far as I know, was the woman who was shot in the face by the police. And now they're on her. Now they're on the cop's side, of course, right? Well, not that when they come shop to rescue, then they're bad because he looked at me in the wrong way. Uh, but when they shot this woman in the face, on uh, the neck, I guess it is, right? Uh, Ashley, Ashley, bad. But then, then it's correct. Then it's yeah. fine. That's good. Yeah. By individuals seeking to restrain and murder members of Congress, duly no, elected. Oh there's, there's no, no evidence of that. There's no proof of that whatsoever. People, this were, is just they were taking selfies, and there was like a million journalists. It literally was a, a fun selfie opportunity oh, for the majority God. of majority of them. And then, then there was a faction, these, which was the, the, the gay op faction, which was basically. They've stated that before. Let's make these people look bad, right? There was the, the plants and the people on the inside. Maybe they're agents. Maybe they were Antifa. Maybe it was both. Maybe, you know, that that's clear. I mean, that that's not... Anyway. ...of their office. 29 days ago, Officer Sicknick, who just laid in honor Sicknick? yesterday Sicknick. in our nation's capital, was murdered on the steps just outside this hollowed floor. So again, lies. Two no, we just talked he about that. Murdered. The autopsy report. He uh, died the day uh, the, after. The something investigation, else. investigation, it cannot connect it to events. <laughs> he literally died of something else the day after. She's and just I think a liar. If, of course, of course, yeah. They, they just they just reiterate they the just same lie. lies and they cover for each other, and lie for, for each them. other. They have no shame. They knowingly cover up for each other. Yeah, absolutely. Two Capitol Police officers have lost their lives since. In addition- oh, now, now they care now about you're police. Gonna defend, now you're gonna care about the holy shit. It was, shit, a, it was like, a second ago of like, I can't trust, you know, uh, as a POC woman, I can't trust law enforcement. And now it's like, oh, two police literally officers. Literally all right. summer has been like, oh, uh, cab. what is it? All cops are bastards. It was like the tagline for the Both sides summer. of her donkey teeth mouth, you know? Four other people who died on the events of January 6th. 29 days ago, Food service workers, staffers, children ran or hid for their lives from violence deliberately incited by the former president of the oh United God, States. No. Oh, my God. That's a lie. Complete lie. Complete bullshit. Uh, social media censored, of course, his video, his comments where he said, we don't peace. want this. This is bad. We want peace. Go home. I said, let's just delete that and pretend it doesn't happen. That way we can, we can indict him and we can hang him. Maybe we can hang the guy. Right here at the Capitol stairs. If only they scrutinized America like this Sadly, for wars that they commit and things they do overseas. It's just because it's it's politically expedient to do all this that's bullshit right. right now, and that's the only reason they're yep. doing it. They're, they're concerned posting about, well, we're, we're standing up for America now. We're the patriots now, right? They, oh, my God. these Like, you you kidding me? They're trying to point out a faction or, or insurrectionist or that they, they, they threatened our democracy. These people have spent the last five decades, collectively speaking, this political faction trying to undermine America at every turn. It, it's It's been a subversive movement from day one, this whole bullshit that we've seen, right? And now you're, you're concerned about America all of a sudden? It's just such bullshit. With little to no accountability for the bloodshed and trauma of the sixth, some are already demanding that we move on. Or worse, attempting to minimize, discredit, 
or belittle the accounts of survivors. survivors. In doing so, they not survive. only further they love that harm word, those huh? who It's this little package. It comes oh. with all these, this emotional, it's perfect, perfect. You survive, we're survivors. ...that day and provide cover for those responsible. But they also send a tremendously damaging message to survivors of trauma all across this country. That the way to deal with trauma, violence, and targeting is to paper it over, minimize it, and move on. What does she Sadly, want here? Sadly, this is what all too often what we hear from survivors of trauma uh, as the reason why they don't do. care. <sighs> that what they experienced wasn't bad enough or too bad to talk about, or that they are afraid of being invalidated, accused of exaggeration, or making a mountain Like people on our side hill. when they talk about their stories? As a result, exactly. thousands if not millions deny themselves the care that they need and deserve the care that they need and deserve to live better lives. I don't get why she keeps talking about like these survivors and stuff when it's none of their people who have been attacked here. What she, she's it's all about her? Like nothing happened to her. <clears throat> yeah, well, but what are you going on and on about here? You know, they, they strike out in in, <laughs> in pain in, as in they pain strike as, you. Yeah, they, yeah. They, they they cry out. I rather yeah. I should say in pain as they strike you. That that's one of these things. Like they're oh my god, they're trying to do. It. <sighs> anyway, so you get the idea. This this is the lie that they've been peddling and they're trying to you know do this over and over again. Uh, Nancy Mace, so I guess this, what is she, another, is she a congresswoman? Yeah, congresswoman, uh, is this South Carolina then probably? SC, yeah, South Carolina, maybe mm -hmm. District 1 or something. Um, she said, uh, in two doors, uh, I'm two doors down from AOC and no insurrectionists stormed our hallway. Right? So <laughs> oh, that's sad. You don't say. And as I said, CNN fact, they broke, they, we're going to break this down. And they begin with like the the, oh, the photos back in 2018, when she staged these photos down by the border and crying in her white outfit and stuff. Like, no, well, she just happened to be there, and there was she was really concerned. Anyway, they go through all these things, and they still defend her, still defend her, and also, but it's Ted Cruz's fault, and there were bombs, and so she has the right to be concerned. Uh, here's Chris Cuomo. Listen to this here regarding it was real in my mind. That's all it takes now. You know where else I've heard that? So you, yeah, so it was it was. <laughs> It was real in my mind, and then it should, I'm just reiterating that point. It was real in my mind, that should be taken seriously. If someone else has something which they believe is, is true and real, and they're traumatized by it, but it's the wrong opinions, then it F wasn't. that shit, and you're dangerous, and mm -hmm. you should be shut down, basically. Anyway, here's Chris uh, Cuomo here. Watching, you know, state media and listening to conservative media all day, because, I, you know, I want to hear the other side. <laughs> and sure. Like, sure. I don't understand why this is a story. How is she supposed to know who's on the other side of the door? How is she supposed to know how many people were on the other side of the door? I'm not, I, I'm just saying, I'm not, there's nothing to do with anything, AOC or whatever. But how, I, I kept trying to figure out how the people who were actually involved in that siege and all the chaos could be criticizing someone else who was involved in it because they were, because she was explaining how what she thought was going on in her particular situation, it was just flat out, Partisanship and what? a distraction. A lot of words. To Marjorie Taylor Green. They're going after. Let's shift. The Let's shift over. She's the real problem and the real danger here. Never right? mind these lies by uh, Acacia Smollett. You know. Nope. Let's talk about this other horrible white racist woman. That's right. Democrats going after one of theirs. I'm yeah. telling you, Mr. Noise Pollution over there at State TV and the others. They want to frame the Democrats for January 6th. They've been leaking it out all these different ways that there's an untold story that this was yeah. a setup. 
It's yeah. all Let BS them do it. and their toxicity. It. And I'll tell you what, you just heard Katie Port. That's crazy conspiracy theories, right? Nobody could possibly set something up or oh. try to make someone else look bad. That's never happened in the history of yeah. the world, and that's just completely unreasonable, <laughs> right? Fredo! But they se. always say their right-wingers are infiltrating, you know, these uh, peaceful Antifa and BLM gatherings and causing trouble they to make them look bad. They literally had all the time. an argument for a while that white uh, supremacists were dre dressing the up in black, uh, body suits. black latex suits yeah, to and make uh, the committing, BLM protesters committing look bad. crimes to make blacks look yeah. bad. All, all summer, in fact, after heard you it. know, the, the, they repeated this lie that the right-wingers are infiltrating. The, these are the real problems, whatever. AOC was freaked out. Yeah. Listen, and please. let me tell you, I lived a situation like that. And it doesn't have to be real, the threat, for you to believe it's, it's imminent you and believe. real. And let me tell you <laughs> something. You, let them what, do it. Because subjectively, it's what you believe. However... We also, in the media, the New York Times is advocating for Joe Biden, the administration, the Truth regime, czar? to set up a reality czar to to legally enforce what reality is, right? Oh, my God. We're so, we're, we've joked around about this ministry of truth, but we are so close. Like, oh, it's right. That it's, we've been it's right joking, here. It's here. Things we've been joking about and things that we were supposed to conspiracy theories years ago are coming true. Yep. It's been accurate. Because they look like it. Anyway, that last that last line is just incredible. He does it, and he's like, "I was shot at in, in Iraq," and it's basically the same thing. Or whatever. And you believe? And let me tell you something. Let them do it because they look like idiots in the process, and people are on to it. So no more. Anyway, you get the idea. All right. uh, the other lie, I guess, too, right? Yeah. Remember when Alexandria Cassia, you know, whatever you do, a better uh, impression of Alexandria that. Alexandria She used to say that she was, she was a girl Ocasio from the Cortes. Bronx, Small from a, a hard, you know, a working class family, and she struggled and all this. Well, it turns out it was all bullshit, right? She lived in these wealthy New York suburbs. Her dad was an architect. Uh, he bought this nice house, and, and she grew up around all these white people that she now hates and talks about white privilege and all this. So these people have no shame. And the media also has no shame, and they knowingly lie and cover up for their other little pet liars. Mm -hmm. And she's a huge I was thinking one. about, what was it you said? Hard, hard working class? Hard, hard throbbing jobs. Isn't that one of the uh, <laughs> Biden, Biden, yeah, Biden's, exactly. uh, And did you hear that about the erection? Uh, oh yeah, what was three, it? The, uh, I, I played it in the no go zone, oh, but it's, it's it kind of funny. Adam Schiff, Adam Schiff. Let me, let me like, play it. It's right, what was on short. your mind, buddy? If you, if you guys didn't see it, uh, <laughs> let me play it real quick. <laughs> it's it's kind of funny. Yeah, what are, what are you thinking about it? And I'm sure it wasn't just like a slip up because of their. So it's uh, like was it, a, it's, was the media hmm? all over it, like making fun of them over that? No, of course not. They were here, covering here, for here it is here. You uh, are going to sit and listen to the Senate impeachment trial of the former president of the United States who has been impeached for inciting the erection, uh, <laughs> inciting the insurrection. I don't stand for anything. I don't care about anything except my own personal erection. ambition. Uh, and if I have to embrace someone who just incited an erection, an insurrection against <laughs> the capital, uh, that results in multiple deaths, then I will do it. There will so be like a trial, and when that here. trial ends, senators will have to decide if they believe Donald John Donald John Trump incited the erection <laughs> insurrection. God. Uh, All right. They fun, secretly fun have got a thing for Trump there, you know. I think. Like I mean, I, I think it's twofold. One, they are getting an erection from the prospect of what they're going to be able to pull off because of this, and at the same time, uh, I think uh, allegedly these people are pretty, pretty, pretty prone to be around uh, various kinds of erections. Yeah, uh, I think that, so. It's too. on their forefront. Or, or again, there's no such Skeletons thing as a slip up. Closet. They say right. Yeah, that's it's it's all a message. Anyway, uh, so this continued. Uh, this drama. This these opportunists that jump on this opportunity to. 
both individual, like, look at me and my trauma and stuff, but at the same time, politically take advantage of this situation to finally drive the last nail uh, in the coffin of their political opponents. None other than Rashida Tlaib jumped on this too, praising Allah, started crying uh, that she was uh, so happy she wasn't there. Listen to this here. Thank you so much to my colleague for her incredible courage. I asked her to go last because I get... Um, because oh, this God. is so personal. <laughs> I always laugh when they cry. Oh, it's just this so This is so fake. hard because as many of my colleagues know, my closest colleagues know, on my very first day of orientation, I got my first death threat. It was a serious one. They took death me aside. Threat? The FBI had to go to the gentleman's home. I didn't even get sworn in yet. And he was like, it was a meme, sir. to be dead for just existing. <laughs> more came later, uglier, more violent. One celebrating and writing the New Zealand massacre and hoping that more would come. Yeah, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it either. No, these people just lie. <laughs> yeah. They lie so they can get the sympathy and just cry racism more, well, even the though they're lips. totally dominating. Yeah. Show me proof Fake that or something. Fake hate crimes right? so yeah. they can get the brownie yeah. points. Yeah. Yes. And, and even if, uh, let's assume even if it was true, there's no, there's nothing that's real about those. There's no, like, nothing to link them in reality. <sighs> it's just word, like, as, what was it, the meme? Tur turn off your computer screen, you know, yeah, laughing exactly. at you kind of thing, right? The anyway, worst that's happening is her feels, you know, she's really rubbing those hands a, together there. She has big man hands. I tell you, huge. They're huge. <laughs> Check that big, out. Yeah. Man, it's a Seinfeld episode. Remember the breaking right, the lobster? Right. The, big, <laughs> the big hands. <laughs> yeah. Let's keep playing here. Mentioning him by name. Each one paralyzed me each time. Oh. So what happened oh, on January 6th? Jesus. All I could do was thank Allah that I wasn't here. You missed it. Listen, listen what she said. Paralyzed me each time. So what happened on January 6th? All I could do was thank Allah that I wasn't here. Thank I Allah. Overwhelming right. relief. Thank Allah. And I feel bad for Alexandria, so many of my colleagues that were here. But as I saw it, I thought to myself, thank God, I am not there. I saw the images that they didn't get to see until later. My team and I decided at that point, we'd keep the death threats away. We'd try to report them, document them, to keep them away from me because it just paralyzed me. And all I wanted to do was come here and serve the people of course it was. Oh, oh my here's God. Here's the man's Drama queen. I don't see a, a not, single real tear here. No, it's just no, all crocodile hiding, tears. Crocodile right? tears behind her mask. You know. No, I'm not let's, buying it. Let's play it the either. last uh, thirty seconds here, or a minute actually. People that believed in me, and so it's hard. It's hard. Uh, it's it's a, okay, but do they also think that they're the only ones that are like receiving like death threats or? <laughs> you should see you some of the things mean? I've got from <laughs> from like, your people. It's like far worse than what she she's yeah. like. She gives like three examples or something. And, like and the other thing, not, and, and you don't know, even not, know that not it's justifi real. Not justifying it if those things even are real. I'm I'm sure some of them are just made up or whatever. But but, but even if they're real, um, uh, 
you actually hold like political power, yeah. Which is which is like a a, a different uh, outset point. Again, I'm trying to justify, it, but I'm just saying these people actually are they're like sitting Congress when protected men and women, by Secret Service. Exactly, they have all she these things. She doesn't have anything they to worry do, about. They do like FBI investigations. Become yeah. someone said a mean a mean meme to somebody yeah, and shit and like that. Still, right? woe is um, me. I got I, this meme someone sent me. You know. Yeah. <sighs> when my Seven brothers and six sisters begged me to get protection, many urging me to get a gun for the first time. And I have to tell you, so the trauma now from just being is good. here yeah. existing as a Muslim is so hard, but imagine my team, which I lovingly just adore. They are diverse. I have LGBTQ <sighs> staff. I have... A beautiful Muslim that wears her hijab. <laughs> I have black women that are so proud to be here to serve their country, and I worry every day for their lives because of this rhetoric. Like I none of them are being killed. Like, like it's not happening. You weren't even there. Oh uh, my uh, god! It's just—it's all charades. It's all oh. just emotional imprinting, and to get these. The people who are watching this and believe this and are like on her side, to get them to be a, a, as fanatical as possible to like to to destroy their enemies to stop this from ever happening. We need to defend these. people. It's time. This is this, this the, has to stop. And we have I to lock these people up. The people that to, like know, this squad are hysterical. really just a, yeah hysterical fools or like mentally unhinged, you know, and just really hate white people and are just they're fine just they lying, spin this web just lying and lying lies. as a way to try and I don't know get ahead to get closer to rounding white people up. Like what is it that they want here? Again, it's this is politically expedient, and that's why they couldn't there be a number of other things that she, even as a Muslim, would jump on. Someone even in chat said, like, yeah, you know, when they're signing off on like dropping more war uh, bombs on Syria or something, like, couldn't you be more concerned with that or something? You well, know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, uh, she's right, not crying for those no, children just criticizing and people being the, killed. I mean, and somewhat she does, right? And and, and again, they're, as far as I'm concerned, they're, one of the, the squad's only redeeming quality is when they're like hardcore uh, criticizing Israeli foreign influence in America and stuff like that, right? But Except that's the, for if it's against Russia or something, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the, that, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It's like, that's what I'm saying that they, um, that thing is what people want them like ousted of Congress for, right? I think the Republicans were, were going to do something similar to um, Ilan Omar now or something, right? We have to kick her off the committees. Why? Well, because she doesn't love Israel enough. You know what I mean? It's like this. Oh, hey, gosh, by the way, really? Mr. N Mr. Noseberg sends entropy. So nice Congress is being used for therapy sessions. Yeah, basically, yeah. It's, <laughs> oh this is God. like a, one of those meetings where you're like, hi, hi my name is, you know, Andrew. Uh, some and, support uh, group, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and then you notice how she throws in everything in the kitchen sink and the toilet and LGBT and my black and all that mm -hmm. and, you know, white people bad. White so, people and, bad. like, literally nothing happened. Uh, Glenn the Chinaman. Thing is, AOC's audience are not rational people. Exactly. Her followers are brainless and will believe her because believe women. Exactly. Believe women. That's exactly. right. Yeah, whatever. So they, it's unthinking. And the, and the reason why they have this appeal to emotion is because it bypasses your rational ability to think about this and calmly about this and wait a minute, what really happened? And it's being used as a weapon. It's weaponized emo an emotional state where they're manipulating the people who are on their side to get them, again, as fanatical as possible by, by getting them to destroy her enemies. That's what that's what it's about, right? All right anyway, I want to hear the rest of this here. Clip. <laughs> then we'll move I feel on. unsafe here. And so I ask my colleagues to please 
try not to dehumanize what's happening. This is real. And you know, many of our residents from the shootings in Charlottesville to the massacre at the synagogue, all of it is led by hate rhetoric. What was that? Like shootings in Charlottesville? What'd you say from the, the shootings, shootings in Charlottesville? I think maybe and, the shootings and Charlottesville. I don't know. But again, yeah, all right, whatever. <laughs> and so I urge my colleagues to please, please take what happened on January 6th seriously. Yep. It will lead to more death. As if they're not do better, going totally overboard must for do it. better. Thank you. It will lead to more death. So that's all they have to say now. It's like, well, <laughs> what, you know, what really happened? And, and was there a couple of, and I've said this last time too, were there a couple of people that did some bad moves and bad, yeah, it, it was. Like you, you, I think a lot of these people have saw this, as you said, it's a fun selfie opportunity. You know, it's like, you don't understand, like you don't understand what you're up against How evil here. these people you are. You don't understand yeah. like what they're going to do to, to get back at you. Like you do not, this is not the people's house. This is their house. Like you don't just walk in there. <laughs> even if you're, even if the cop, the, sta the capital state uh, police open up some of the barriers and let people in. I mean, that this like, and another person said too, there was, I saw some a clip, uh, I tried to find it online, I couldn't. One of these bag up people was walking up to the police and said, you better take care of this. Like, right, like you need, you need to reinforcements. You need to stop these people from they that saw are trying to push in right now. Yeah. This is not good. You need to do their job. There was this guy who was like yelling at the cops, like, what the F are you doing? Like, you need to stop these people now. This is your job. But they got a stand down order because it's tied to, I think, Bowers, is so, that her name? Bauer, yeah. the DC mayor, right? Stuff like that. So a couple of different operations that were probably going on yeah. simultaneously. Yeah, I there. think so. I some think that so. were in the know and some that were not. Yeah. No. All right. Speaking Ugh. of uh, aftermath of January 6th, of course, uh, Canada Always. labels uh, Proud Boys a terrorist. I'm so tired entity. about hearing the Proud Boys. It's like we know this. It was a multicultural, pro-LGBTQ, pro-Israel drinking club. Like their worst thing was uh, chauvinism or whatever. You know, I mean, what a joke. And are they even doing stuff anymore? I mean, really? Canada? Are they even yeah, in they're, Canada? They're, they're growing. I think they're growing tremendously. I remember seeing uh, one of the streams. They had something on DLive for a while, the War Boys or something. I just I watched one one or two streams, I think, I just happened to run into. Um, and they were, I remember they were talking about, oh, we were, uh, you know, amazing sign-up uh, recruitment, and we, we will get back to you, and there's so many people to vet and check and all that kind of stuff. And, of course, then it turns out that the very Enrique top leadership of the group. informant for uh, law for, enforcement. For the FBI. Yeah. So it's like, oh, okay. All right, there you go. Now, apparently he was going to, what, step, I, I'm not keeping up with them, but apparently we're going to step down or something like that. Mm -hmm. uh, it doesn't mean that every person who's joining this group or whatever. No, there's a lot uh, of good people that probably are getting probably roped Probably they get roped it. in or they, they see this as one of the, oh, look, at least them are doing something or they're fighting. Well, it's like you know, a whatever. boys club, you know, a fraternity right, right. or something. They're making friends. They're, they're right? trying to outlaw basically people who just refuse to bow down to every every single issue to to just they, they can't have a right to exist they can't organize they definitely can't be out and defending themselves on the streets right so anyway, we'll see what the fallout of this uh, of this is just in canada but they've done things like this of course when it comes to the for example the nordic resistance movement mm -hmm. in countries like finland i think norway is still uh, they're still allowed to operate sweden they're still allowed to operate but they're discussing that now with interestingly with massive pressure from american yeah. uh, jewish politicians by the way who are sitting and they want to outlaw and and uh, call Nordic resistance movement a terrorist organization in Sweden 
and thereby getting the Swedish government to step in and like disband <laughs> them or make it illegal to be part of it and stuff. And like then that. So what again, would happen is, if if yeah. anyone in America, for instance, interviewed someone who is part of it, then they would be implicated in like supporting terrorism or, or something. Yeah, something. That that crazy. is their that is their plot. I had talked about that and what to expect with a Biden presidency. Yeah, what was that title again on that one? Um, I think it was what to expect with <laughs> Biden presidency, something like that. And it so far have been uh, pretty right, but I think yeah, some of those other things. Um, it's just right. uh, it's just beginning. So yeah. Check that out. It's up on RedEyesMembers.com right now. What to expect with President Joe Biden. And a lot of the things, of course, he's already uh, gone in that direction with the, what was it, the record, uh, how many executive orders was it again? Oh, maybe God, he's had like 50 already or something. Yeah, crazy I think like it's like much more than that now. But and yeah. I remember he's like, only authoritarians. But then the other day he's like talking about, uh, we should be authoritarian <laughs> and sign executive orders. Yeah, this is the like, clip we played well. today. Like authoritarian, again, is a reminder of that they're telling you what they're going to do, right? He actually says it in the in the clip. Listen to it again. Let me just go back here a little bit. Here, here it is. Check it out. As I said in my inaugural address, we will repair our alliances and engage with the world once again, not to meet yesterday's challenges, but today's and tomorrow's. American leadership must meet this new moment of advancing authoritarianism, including advancing <laughs> authoritarianism. Right? I love how he slurs when he says that. Too. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Entropy? Uh, let's see. Uh, I'm, not, I'm caught up there. Oh, no, no. Like in Warrior. Let's see. Uh, Roger Goodell, lack of minority head coach hirings, not the outcomes we wanted. Oh, this is for NFL. There's too many, there's too many white coaches being recruited. Like, oh, yeah, really? exactly. He says, who cares if the coach can't win you NFL games? Got to be the right race. Well, guess who invented the game football? Guess who invented that? A bunch of white guys. Well, they stole it from white guys, somebody, and they've been right? playing it forever. They stole it from someone's yeah, brain. Yeah, exactly. It's, a, it's always something. I'm, I'm tired of it. Uh, there's a couple of more there. I can take that. Refresher, I can take them if you want. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, Black Phillip. Uh, Lana, how can women lead yep. effectively when they are a weeping wreck in public when something happens? How does this inspire confidence exactly by breaking down in front of the nation? Yeah, exactly. Talking about the last women there. It's It, it doesn't. It's just... I don't know. I think a lot but of women are just turned off to that too, though. I mean, me unless see. they're liberals or liberal women. Let me see if I understand the question there. Uh, weeping wreck. Uh, but yeah, but the, I mean, it's that damsel in distress. Like, it, it, do it's, something yeah, it's for down us. to like I'm rally crying. mass support. It's basically like, all right, we got to take out the guns and like destroy the opposite. That's why they do it. That's why they wheel out uh, these people with their crocodile tears. I think, of course, women um, women will do that. They're yeah. it's uh, called manipulating, manipulating their yeah. emotions. I, I, what I'm saying is, uh, Black Philip, I don't think it's meant to inspire confidence. It's it's to do the exact opposite that these are vulnerable people and therefore someone else have to step into that picture and protect them and that's why they and that's do, how they get ahead nowadays you, as a liberal unless too, you, you mean just... some unless you mean sorry to interrupt but unless you mean somewhat like maybe some in in anti globalist uh, dissident circles that are breaking down and crying or something like that but you know maybe that would be seen as something you know weak or whatever but yeah, yeah. anyway I get I get your point uh, Black Philip for sure um, okay. all right there's uh, another the one there one uh, Brett. You didn't do that one, right? Okay. Brett, for five? No. No. Uh, thanks, Henrik and Lana. My, uh, may God, rather, bless you and your families for standing on the front lines in this information war, 07. Thank you, Brett. Really thanks. appreciate it. Very kind of you. Uh, Black Philip again with the three says, I don't know who runs the Proud Boys Uncensored Telegram group, feds, question mark, but it's way more based than they appear to be. Uh, think fash goys, they reveal their power level and it's damn high. Still beware. Yeah, I mean, at this point, it's like... Considering how 
everything High is profile being it's become. used against them. And if, you can't even, even if you're Joe, as we've seen now, even if you're like literally joking about something or you're being, uh, you know, hyperbole, you know, mention something or whatever, or all of that will still be used against you. I, I would have my suspicions at this point and be very, like, they have to be aware that they have to like tone things down or as, 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 as what happened in our Canada will happen in the U S and these individuals in this group will literally like be targeted for being terrorists. I don't think that's very good putting a crosshairs on your back, uh, you know, just because it's fun in a way to be, to be edgy. Right. Do you know, do you know what I'm saying? Mm. I think that, that like you have to, people have to stop doing that. It, it might be fun and it can be obvious exaggerations and it's like kind of a way of like kind of flinging off, you know, the system and all that kind of stuff. But you, be aware, like you can't just go around like making jokes about this stuff or being like over the top about things because it's like. Which is just crazy because they haven't even committed, like most of these people haven't even committed a crime. They haven't done anything. They matter. haven't broken any laws and still no, like feds they, will just show up. But usually they find something just, just like they did with Ricky Vaughn, right? It was like, yep. oh, that's election interference. Like it's that's amazing. a federal crime. It's amazing. Just sending a meme, which obviously was a joke, but they take everything literal. And so my point there, Black Philip, is like you gotta, you know, just don't <laughs> just be cool and smart about this because I like think he gets you, you, you can't you get it. That's why I, I guess from my point of view, that makes it feel as you as you said in your comment is like okay, is that is it Feds running that to like intentionally ramp up the rhetoric so that they will be able to use that as an excuse the government or like yeah let's let's we had to clamp down these are dangerous terrorists i don't know i have to go I, take a, I, I have to go take a look at the telegram exactly. for myself yeah i don't know what you're referring to but yeah it's uh, anyway um chas roberto um says uh in uh for three tiny jewish boners for trump 2024 <laughs> oh that was in uh, relation to the erection clips there yes, ah okay exactly. gotcha Right, right. Yes. That's true. Yeah, yes. that's that's funny. Thank you, uh, <laughs> Jess. Uh, Bill Hoover uh, for 10 says, don't forget uh, that Hunter Biden has a baby with some stripper he knocked up in Arkansas. That's right. Oh, the Biden yeah. pretends that the poor child doesn't exist. That's right. They, Biden went angry when the, one of the reporters was asking about the kid. Remember? Mm -hmm. I forget what the, the woman's name was, but... Um, yeah, doesn't he have like five kids? Yeah, he like had that, a probably. couple with this other one and then this one and that. Oh, God. <sighs> that's crazy. Yeah. Thank you, Bill. Uh, thank you for the reminder. That's right. I forgot about that. I th And I think that that kid was born similar, very near uh, the other child was born. Oh my gosh, I, does does yeah. he have that, uh, the, the, the 10 month old that they're moving into the White House? Is that with the Cohen? That's the, yeah. Melissa Cohen. Cohen? Okay. Yeah. And then, so this Arkansas stripper, I think that's maybe a year, two years old or something like that now. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm surprised that guy got married again. Seriously. I was well, she married him. Interesting. That thing is interesting with the presidents and the families and the sons and stuff and the 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 what what families they marry into, etc. Yeah, it's like the Trumps and the Bidens. They have yeah. lots of uh, Jewish husbands and wives. It seems to be so, a prerequisite. Political. I guess we can move on here too. Yeah. What if, what if an app? Uh, could, we're in the COVID. Uh, back to the COVID sphere here right now. But uh, what if an political sense? What if an app could take you back to normal life, or at least take you into a restaurant? It's not a time machine. Tech companies are working on tech to verify who's gotten a vaccine, a sort of passport back into crowded spaces. Now, this was a conspiracy theory, literally just like mm -hmm. four months ago, yeah. uh, that was continuously put down in the media by mainstream media that said, oh, they're talking about some passport. That's bullshit. It's never going to come. Or a it's microchip, right? That too. Yeah, so the, it's we're in that time frame now where, where things we've talked about, basically, they, they rolled that out in front of your eyes and then they denied that other people actually like brought this attention to you months and months ago because they saw what the, where this was going, right? Um, so... <laughs> 
Anyway, it's funny. Um, another one. Uh, we've talked about this idea that they might kind of start easing up a little bit in some states and, and some areas maybe. I, I don't think the European countries, many of them don't seem to go in this direction. Uh, Sweden is now doing crazy um, enforcement at the borders. Um, you basically have to be proven uh, that you have negative COVID tests if you're ever going to be able to oh, enter really? into the country. Unless, and I saw this, I read this in a, a tweet, someone who uh, posted the news story, unless you're a refugee. Of course. Uh, it, but, however, and, and and if you're if you're a foreigner, you had the right to go in and out as you pleased without having to have this negative test. However, if there was Danish or Norwegian workers, they had to do one test a week. Oh my to prove. god. But if you're if you're basically if you're from a non European country, you can just walk over the border. Oh it's totally my god. fine. Yeah, of course. Uh, because of uh, evil racist medical testing and all that. Yeah, yeah, that's it's exactly. And even this bullshit now they're talking about the EU is like, oh they're hoarding the vaccines and Sweden was uh Ultimately, I think this is a good thing because I, I, I don't believe in the vaccine in that way. I, I think it's like if someone else wants it, like, sure, go ahead and take it or whatever. But they were like they were fighting now with the fact that the government in Sweden wanted uh, non-Swedish citizens and pay, what they called uh, undocumented migrants and stuff. They need to have access to the vaccine first, you know, kind of thing. But I'm sure but if they do that. then you give it that, to them and then you're doing medical testing and that's yeah, also they, racist. It will be used so. as a, they, they were doing eugenics against these people, uh, you know, in 2021 and therefore, you know, blah, blah, blah. But <laughs> yeah. So uh, basically the, the, the two is a two pronged approach, I think, in the U.S. when it comes to the Biden regime and stuff like that, too, as that's in, in, in been installed. They have to show that the Biden administration is doing a, a, a fantastic work, job. Uh, th things are beginning to ease up. Uh, it's not as, 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 you know, kind of hardcore under Trump. I think the Biden, if, if you use the standards that they use against Trump, basically Biden has killed somewhere around 50 to 65,000 people right now, right? Because Trump was held like personally mm -hmm. accountable for like, you've murdered every single person uh, that supposedly that died, died from COVID. COVID yeah, right? exactly. So you can apply that same logic then to Biden to say, why are you not doing anything? What's happening? Kind of thing. Uh, but uh, yeah, so CNN here says that some states will begin easing restrictions as COVID-19 hospitalizations and cases decrease, right? So they have to give you a little bit for for doing the right thing by 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 having, well, for voting for Biden, whatever. However, you know you view that doesn't matter. It's just like reward the people because they got Trump out of office. We have to give them something. That's what they're doing now. But they will never let up on things like vaccination by the by no, passports. That's here. All that shit is here to stay, and that's never going to go away. We might be might... done traveling in the in the ways that we know it. If you're you know don't want to go get chipped and vaccinated and sterilized and all that. I think. Uh, by boat, I think. No, but even that, they're even, well, maybe private, <laughs> some kind of private charter or something, but they're even talking about public transportation. Yeah. Uh, where, you know, you have to present some papers as well. So I might be looking at like a, a new black market emerging here yeah. to get those, the paperwork. That's true. Uh, let me scroll back here. So I'm not sure we didn't miss, uh, we missed one. Sorry, guys. Let me see here. Uh, no, we did Bill Hoover right there. Oh, this one I wanted to show real quick too. It's out of, uh, Denmark, Cop uh, not Copenhagen, it's Aarhus. Um, in Denmark, were protesting. Remember, they were out uh, banging, banging pots, pots and pans, and pans uh, for after several this, days. Uh, yeah, law that they're trying to impose, were uh, immunization law and all that forced vaccination, blah blah blah, all that stuff. Uh, but not again, not a peep in like mainstream media about this kind of stuff. It's no coverage of this. That there's like mass uh, revolt and protest in in a lot of countries. Uh, Denmark is doing good now. This is from th uh, January thirtieth. So this has continued, but just to give you a little bit of a slice uh, of what's been happening.
and here you have the uh, here, here's the by the way the based uh, and cap faction here right the yellow and the black <laughs> but whatever <laughs> Very good music too. Could have uh, cred for that. Uh, just joking. Anyway, so that uh, that happens. Uh, oh my god, they have torches. I thought yeah, that just like, happened uh, in Charlottesville, and that was the only time ever in history where we've seen fire torches. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, of course, yeah, the uh, tiki torches. Um, okay, yeah. So that happened on the COVID front. I guess we can uh, cover this uh, real quick as well. Uh, Parlor, obviously, we're it's down, right? Completely it's taken down. down. Yeah, after. Um, after January 6th, again, it's like, uh, what was it? It was a number of websites and things that just went down after Charlottesville, right? Just, oh, we're just going to delete it all from the internet. I think it was like Daily Stormer, I think, was taken down after. A number of things were just like, you know, ripped away kind of thing. Uh, but interesting to wa watch afterwards what happened. Supposedly, the uh, they were trying to get services back up and running. They were suing Amazon as well, and the judge, of course, threw that out. It's complete. Oh, it's you haven't proven that they, they you know, again, this private corporation, they can do whatever they want, basically. Uh, but the CEO was uh, was fired recently here. Now, Parler has, uh, of course, uh, what is it, uh, Mer Rebecca Mercer, the Mercer money behind mm -hmm. it. Uh, Dan Bongino, I think, is one of these uh, kind of media pundits, whatever you want to call them, who's who's uh, invested in Parler and stuff like that. And I've actually been surprised at that they haven't been. Let me put it this way: Gab has been able to pull off, which Mercer-funded Parler has not been able to put, pull off. Why is Parler not back? It sounds like now they're trying to blame the CEO. Uh, what was his name again? Uh, uh, John Matz, Matze or Matz? John Matze. Um, he decided to go public because they, they'd gone like kind of behind his back and stuff, and the the board her had had ousted him and stuff so like that. So some drama. And so they're trying like you know, oh he didn't you know I, I saw some clip with uh, Dan Bongino who's like well he was uh, kicked off because we had different uh, disagreements or different different opinions and we should have been back by now and stuff stuff like that. But it almost feels you know there's some people warning us yeah the parlor is a honey pot kind of thing. I think I think that was some of the language used. But it is interesting to to think about that parlor popped up just in. Bear with me here. Parlor pops up just in the right time when kind of the, a lot of the mainstream conservatives need something uh, in addition to the Twitters and stuff like that, the Facebooks, because they're beginning to be censored. So instead of all these people going to a place like Gab, right, the president, uh, Trump should have, he should have gotten a Gab account, right? They have it reserved on the platform and stuff like that. But instead, Parlor shows up and kind of at attracts all of that attention. Fox News do coverage of it. Mainstream media talks about how bad Parler is, which is kind of attracting then, you know, a lot of the conservatives like, oh, maybe I can have free speech there. Uh, the Q people go to Parler and stuff like that. Then finally, the president is, is, is kicked off of Facebook and Twitter and all these other places. And basically just a day or two after Parler is just goes down because of the Amazon, uh, you know, server, a AWS, whatever it's called. And then they haven't been why haven't they come? Are you telling me there is no? This was some of the claims I read. Like, oh, we haven't been able to find no, a service provider places. or something. Oh it has my to gosh. be something, if right? If Daily Stormer can find something, I think they can find something. It has to be something that would take them in, right? And for a while, I think they were talking about, like, oh, uh, oh a Russian. Uh, <laughs> There's a landing uh, page or something. <laughs> scum! Yeah. Russian scum! Some Russians <laughs> can provide them with some data uh, and, and some server space, right? Anyway. 
So I just had this idea. Was it purposely dismantled? It was meant to suck all of that attention up and all the, the booted off people, uh, banned people went there. Then it just goes down and all of these people in a way are, are left aimless in, in cyberspace, if you will, just floating around. They're nowhere to go. They have no connections left. There's no networks left. Nothing like that. Yeah, because you, the right? you would think they would try harder. You would think they would try harder to hmm. get it back up online. So we'll see what happens because that, yeah, that is very weird. Isn't I know weird? I know you're yeah. thinking a little conspiratorial here on this a one. little. Could it just be, could it just be that there's the, all these internal issues and fighting and, you know, how these grifters can be sometimes, you know? Yeah. yeah. Grifter's going to grift, so. I don't know. It's very strange. Uh, I don't know. We'll see what happens with, uh, with Parler, but uh, yeah, no, it could have been... Um... It could have been a, a and I don't know, the, the Mercer, wasn't there some claims that like we received Mercer money? Yeah, like, from people Rebecca were saying Mercer? that Rebecca like, Mercer was, no was a, a friend of mine and that she was supporting me no, and all this like stuff. They, I'm they like, just I, make shit up. I didn't even know who she was until I saw yeah. some of these articles. She has, is, is it her dad, I think, or something? Is like some multimillionaire and then she has uh, <laughs> taken over some of the tasks or something. I, again, I don't know too much about them. But I know that they invested in Parler and stuff like that, too. Mm. But yeah, as usual, it's all these lies flying around. But I, you would think that the, the Mercer money, right, could get could something get them going. back up and running again. Why, why are they yeah. not? It's just very strange, the whole yeah. thing, to be honest. And I think John John Matsev of anybody, then, this kind of leans more cred to him, to be honest. Like he was, you know, he sincerely believes in free speech and all that stuff. And he wanted to do, you know, certain things, get things up and running and stuff. And, and, and somehow... They just, it hasn't been possible. Maybe it's his fault. I'm not saying it is not his fault. No, Gab's more, Gab's more genuine, you know. Yeah. I think that's a better alternative. I didn't really get into Parlor. There was something there. I just didn't quite. Uh, yeah. It had more of that Neocon vibe too, the Grifter vibe. I just couldn't really get into it, unfortunately. Yeah. All right. I guess that's one of the last stories we'll do, right? Uh, oh, the, this one real quick too. I guess we can just show this. Roosh was being <laughs> dragged into uh, being uh, one of the guilty parties here. It's amazing. This Daily Mail, right? Isn't that some like oh, this is a, it's a conservative uh, outlet or whatever? Uh, Rush says I'm being used to attack the Parler CEO. Apparently, he liked my older work. According to the media, anyone who's ever agreed with me obviously deserves to be impoverished, imprisoned, and deplatformed. Yeah, right? but so old like, work was like pickup artist stuff. It was nothing right. to do with the political stuff. It was just how to literally how to bang a girl overseas. Right. Like, so, <laughs> but the point is that's what got Rush kind of you know, targeted him and he's a rapist and all this stuff, right? So now they're like trying to, again, guilt by association. Oh, he liked some tweet by Roosh, oh uh, you know, whatever, five years ago or whatever it was, right? It's crazy. Now he's all like right. super orthodox and, mm -hmm. you know, very Christian and all that. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, let's do a last uh, couple of the, you, do you want to do them? Uh, Lana, uh, sure, let me, yeah. let me re refresh here. Sure, yep, you got do, it. Do, 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 Two more, do. I think I see uh, from Defective Goyim. <laughs> okay, Defective Goyim. FDR in Sweden said the Ukrainian famine is a fascist, anti-Semitic lie. <laughs> Guess what? I had some family who uh, witnessed it and was there. It is not a lie. And how dare they say something like that? You know, a Katyn massacre, Polish officers murdered by Soviets. Uh, but Sweden, Swiss, USA and Britain, Swedes have some explaining to do. Really? I didn't know that. FDR, so you're saying, is it at the same time frame? That would be interesting if they, way back then, maybe it's in, maybe it's in modern modern times. If they said that it was uh, an anti-Semitic lie. Yeah. Weird. I've actually not heard of them. I haven't that. heard that either. I, I, at least on the, 
I think there's some support for that, like, for, uh, over, you know, just in general, like the media sphere and stuff like that in Sweden, as far as I knew, but I, I'll look into it more. Yeah, exactly. Right. And then also he said a defective poem, the Katyn massacre was blamed on Germany, but six years later, it was the Soviets that did it, which is correct. Yeah, yeah. we hear that. Yeah. We hear that all the time. Exactly. That's crazy, huh? All right. Um, okay. Well, I, I guess, I guess that's it. We have some more stories, but we'll, uh, we'll deal, uh, we'll deal with those on, uh, Sunday. Anna. Sounds good. Yeah. Uh, recording Weekend, Weekend Warrior. Warrior on Sunday, as usual, redeyesmembers.com. Head on over there, guys, support us, uh, check things out, get a membership. If you haven't before, you can use your credit card using Entropy Stream. They have a subscription option right there. They, I think they call it gold subscription, something like that. Uh, you can use that, or you can go to Subscribestar dot com slash red ice and then of course when you do that just send us an email just send us an email red ice at protomail.com and say hey i just signed up over there and let us know if you have an account on red members.com let us know what your username or email is if you have an account on red members.com and we'll link the two uh so we activate it and yeah, if you don't automated so some automated, people are like yet. i can't sign in it's like, yeah, yeah it's not automated yet. We're, we're looking at that hopefully yeah. there's an api we can uh, have for that but as of right now it's not we'll just manually activate that once you've signed up so send us an email and if you don't have an account on redicemembers.com, that's fine. You just sign up on Subscribestar or Entropy, whatever you prefer, and then just send us an email, and we we can hook you up with a with a uh, account. Just let us know what email and username you want to use, and we'll, we'll take care of that. And if for you, you do snail mail, just be sure to send it to the Post Falls, Idaho address. I can no, pull no that up here, actually. Virginia, remind people of that. Yeah, let me pull that up real quick here. Where are we? Let me see. Let me go over. Uh, sorry, guys. Going to find it here. <laughs> yes, here's the. Uh, is this the address right here? Here we go. Um, 784 yeah, yeah. Clear South Clearwater Loop is Suite 8014, uh, Post Falls, Idaho 83854. And if you're writing from outside the U.S., put USA on there too. I have to say, we've, right. we've received some of the most awesome welcome gifts here. What we, we've gotten homemade wine. We got meat, uh, meat got a meat, couple of roasts from uh, someone's cow. I know he's watching. <laughs> Hello, Wingate. Hey, and then you, also um, ham. Some ham, like mm -hmm. two big ham roasts. I'm yep. like, all right, now we're talking. This, I mean, these are some good welcome gifts, you know. They give you meat Did and you bring wine. The meat? <laughs> That's awesome. It's Thank pretty, you, everybody. It's pretty it's very, nice. Very yeah. kind. Very appreciate kind of you. Thank you so much. We, we appreciate that very much. Um, yeah. But again, uh, last thing I guess we could do here uh, before we round up. Check the schedule, of course, the uh, live uh, schedule. If you want to tune into our shows live Wednesdays, Fridays. And then uh, Sundays, if not, it's not live, but it goes up on RedEyesMembers.com, the Weekend Warrior Show. Uh, and then uh, we, there are a lot of things we still have to work out and stuff, so we wish you had some more help as well, because then we could produce more and I could start squeezing in more tasks on both Tuesdays and Thursdays. A lot of things here that still has to be sorted out after the moves. It's a little bit tight for time. Uh, but again, if you like what we do and want to help us out, get a membership because that helps us uh, actually get more help and that way we can spend more time on producing and stuff like that. But I, I do have plans. Uh, there's a lot of interviews. Actually, I want to start booking in. I'm going to start doing that on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And I probably will do many of them live. Maybe not all of them. Depends on the guests, too, if they want it or not. I might do some live, too. Um, get back into sure, the interviews. Absolutely. Uh, of course. Yeah, 314 and stuff like that. We do shorter scripted, scripted videos as well. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's really the uh, schedule, folks. Here's another screen uh, if you want to uh, know where to catch us live and where you where you can watch our archive shows. Shout out to the Spurgs over at Bitchute, Bitchute Spurgs <laughs> rule. Love you guys. All right, very good. Uh, okay, well I think that's it then. All right, you guys have a good uh, uh, Friday night. Have don't, a good Friday. Don't drink exactly. too much. Have a good Friday night. Uh, we see you guys soon. Red Ice TV and RedIceMembers.com, of course, that is the website. Where is my uh, little uh, shortcut right there? Okay, boys and girls, we'll see you uh, on <laughs> we'll see you on RedHouseMembers.com. Weekend Warrior up Sunday.
Take care, folks. And thank you to everyone super chatting as well. Really Definitely. appreciate it. Thank you. Awesome, guys. Thank Bye. you. Bye-bye. Take care. Do you love Red Ice? Want more? Get access to exclusive material by signing up for a Red Ice membership. You'll be able to watch Weekend Warrior, our flagship show, the second hour of interviews, and other special feature videos only for subscribers. Were you a member and we lost you along the way? Renew! We love and appreciate you guys and gals and cannot do this without you. Help us be a sane voice, a lighthouse in the sea of insanity. As times get tougher, as people are searching for answers, they're going to need content like red ice. A little of all your support can go a long way. Thank you.